doubt it'll pass away Well, I'll be doing fine on the Houston time And when the sun sets on the Coconut Bay Well, from way up to where the Red River flows on down to the Rio Grande Well, I was born a native Texican And I'm proud to say that I am
sitting here with a map laid out on my lap. Now there's not too many places that I ain't been. But the one place I love best is spread all over the West. And I'm trying to figure how to get back home. Take me to Texas 200 years ago Where a pride rose from the ashes of San Jacinto Still beats in every heart Like a battle cry Where I was born, where I was raised So when I die Take me to Texas on the open range The Rio Grande is in my veins It's heaven there And so my prayer Is that you'll take me anywhere In Texas The only home I know I'm a child of the Alamo And the Yellow Rose So when I go Take me to Texas Where my daddy worked there's blood and sweat and tears are still in that red dirt While Palomino's run Cowboys are kings And if I stray too far I'll let my lone star dreams Take me to Texas On the open range The Rio Grande is in my veins It's heaven there And so my friend is that you take me anywhere in Texas, the only home I know? I'm a 
mama's eyes So even if you try to move away You'll end up on some road somewhere With your thumb up in the air When they ask you where you're headed You'll just say Take me to Dallas, Fort Worth, to San Antonio Houston, Laredo, Galveston, or Austin Baby, Abilene The closest thing I've ever seen To heavens above a Mexico There's another song that should be the state song, but it's not. It's this one right here. And by the way, they're going to play it at all the games next year. Fuck you, band. You don't want to play it? Don't join the fucking band. Alright, there you go. There's a little history lesson for the morning, and today is Texas Independence Day. Uh, good Tuesday morning, ass family. What's going on? How's it going? What's shaking? It, it, the, the governor's going to make an address today. Today might be the day he's taking the mask away. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little giddy about it. I'm a little excited. No more mask mandate. That would be great. We'll see, though. All right, let's get to the good mornings here. Braddy Kid, of course, first one here. 
saying good morning. Well, good morning to you, Braddy Kid. And Andrew, it's 1223. Where are you at? Yeah, Andrew uh, did text back. Uh, I had to give you a chance to win, Braddy. I don't want to be that dick that posted 1222 a.m. Good morning. Douglason came in at a reasonable time. Uh, happy Taco uh, Tuesday, asked Family and Arnie. First one here within two hours of the show starting. Take that, Braddy and Andrew. Uh, Braddy says, I'm just laying here waiting for some ass. All right. Dave Coast says, good morning, third. No, wait, I'm fourth. I guess I value sleep. Yeah. Kale says, what did the five fingers say to the face? Slap. Tim in Grass Valley, where's the show? Yeah, you were early, dude. You're about 15 minutes early. Hangtown Jen, good morning to you. Uh, Travis says, good morning, ass family. Uh, I'm always in line for ass, but the line always moves. Uh, while I'm not looking and I lose my spot, yeah. Uh, with that said, good morning, ass family. Christopher, the stars at night are big and bright. <laughs> Deep in the heart of Tejas. Is Texas is today Texas Day? Pretty much. Well, I mean, I, I'll play maybe one or two more songs. I don't know yet. Well, wait a second. Hold on. I got to find that. Oh, yeah. We got to change that one. We, got, we, we definitely got to change the last song of the day. Uh, let's see. You know, that's what I'll change it to. I'll play that if I can find it. Oh, crap. Crap, crap, crap. I lost it. Damn it to hell. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There you go. Go like that. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, more. I mean, more than usual. No, not more. I mean, look, uh, we got uh, that one, that song, and then that song. Yeah, not more than usual. I mean, like, it's my, it's my, uh, it's my love for the state that I live in, grew up in. So there you go. So no, it's not going to overtake the show today. I promise. Uh, let's see. Uh, y'all don't think about moving to Texas. No jobs, no homes, and the border is closed. Yeah, all true stories. Uh, I'm a truck driver. There's always jobs in Texas. Andrew says, happy birthday, Texas. Uh, Alicia says, morning, ass family. Dave Coe says, Texas looked pretty good for being that old. Uh, clearly, it's had some work done, yeah. Uh, Tim, not gonna, I'm not even going to say that. Uh, I assume you saw the article about the donors who literally pull millions of dollars. Yeah, oh, I saw it, and they're, they're absolutely right. Hey, it's a, it's a school song. I, I'm sorry if y'all don't like it and the way it started. But that's the way it's going to be. And that's what they need to tell these students. They, they need to tell this cancel culture, yeah, we, we hear what you're saying, and we don't respect it at all because, well, you're all stupid. So this is the way it's going to be. If you don't like it, you don't have to go to school here. That's fine. Those donors are going to continue to give their millions upon millions of dollars. Uh, all right, now we can kind of uh, somewhat ease into the show. We'll, we'll start here in a couple minutes. But first, we got to... Uh, an email from our good friend Christopher down in Fresno. So he, he's avoiding bullet holes. That's good. Said, sorry I wasn't here for the live show yesterday. That's okay. Left the house without my headphones. That's unacceptable. I know you got them on today because I know you're listening. I already saw you on here. Uh, I did listen to the recording of the show in the afternoon. By going to ArnieRadio.com and going to the podcast section, I have access to over 800 hilarious episodes of ass. It's only $3 a month. I'm looking at you, new ass family members, just saying. It's worth it, guys. There you go. That's the way to plug the, that's the, way to plug the website. 
And a baby, Christopher. I asked him yesterday because, remember the governor of California? Uh, what, what's his name? Uh, uh, Gavin Suckass Balls Newsom? Yeah. He was, he was caught eating in a restaurant with George Lopez, the worst stand-up comedian of all time who I hate. He's so bad he didn't even make it to the list last week of terrible. By the way, by the way, I guess I said we're doing baseball players today. Uh, people were sending me their, their top ten baseball players of their lifetime. I've got mine done, so we will do it today. But anyway, the governor was spotted in there even though they don't have indoor dining. Shocking. Uh, he says, you asked me about the Los Amigos restaurant here in Fresno. On the corner of Shaw and Blackstone, those familiar with the city of Fresno or the 73 classic movie American Graffiti would have heard of the street. Is that where all the shootings take place? Because that's the only way I would know any streets in Fresno. Uh, it's a newer restaurant, kind of. It used to be a Mexican restaurant named La Ventana, The Window. The old place was pretty damn good and had a great reputation for a long time. It was as close a, a high-class Mexican food place as could be. The place went downhill real fast. People stopped going, and it closed about two years ago. New place, Los Amigos, The Friends. I know that one. Moved into the new location, barely changed the decor, attempted to keep the old menu, but don't have the talent in the staff. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Wow. So you get kind of generic Mexican food that you might find in Scotland. Wow. Yeesh. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever go to Scotland to eat Mexican food. I'm just telling you that right now. Like, it, it, it's tough to eat sushi in Texas because you have to really, like, okay. But, yeah, Mexican food in Scotland, I I ain't even tripping on that. I, I wouldn't even trust a, a, a Taco Bell in Scotland. <laughs> Put a little spice on that, you kill everybody in the town. There's a good chance that there was a about a 25% chance the governor got the shits at that restaurant. Good, good. Uh, oh, oh, wait, Los Amigos, that's right. The place is, is great, governor. You'll love it. Anyway, until next time, big guy, stay sexy, Christopher. Uh, thank you, Christopher. Scottish-Mexican fusion? Oh, that'd be terrible. Uh, you, you make haggish, you get sheep stomach, but you, you, you put in good stuff like beef and stuff like that? No, no, I, I don't want anything to do with that. That sounds gross. <laughs> Likewise, I wouldn't eat haggis in Mexico. No, you know, I'm not going to eat haggis pretty much anywhere, but Mexico would be the last place that I'd ever, ever try to eat haggis. Now, now before before I start the show, I got a little bitch to do about how I get the show ready. Now, my rule is, is usually I just look at the headline. If I see the headline and it's intriguing to me, I go with it. Usually I don't read anything else into it because I want to be surprised on the air like you guys are. And a lot of times it works. This is one of those times I'm glad I kind of looked into it because the way that the, the, the headline was written, It was written that the engaged couple discovers a crazy uh, story about the truth of their history. And you're thinking, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh. This couple that's been going together for a long time are half-siblings. 
or they're full siblings, and they fucked. I mean, when you see that, when you see engaged couple discovers a mad, you're like, oh my god, this, and it's online. You're like, fucking hey, this is gonna be awesome. Of course, when I saw that headline, I was like, oh god, let them be like full on brother and sister. Oh, that'd be awesome. And they're doing it, and they have like a fourteen headed kid pop out. That shit's cool. But this is what the longtime couple found out. I got to tell you, this is one of the biggest kick to the nuts I've ever received in my professional career of finding stories. A longtime couple was shocked to discover they were born side by side in the new in the same New Jersey hospital 26 years ago. Huh? That's that, that that's it. They were born in the same hospital. That that's all. It's not like her daddy is his daddy and her mama is her his mama. That that that's it. That's the big groundbreaking thing. Oh my God, we were born in the same hospital. I want to know if you came out of the same womb. That's stupid. Why is that a story? I don't care. My boyfriend and I are less than 24 hours apart, and my last name starts with an M-A. His starts with an M-O. They've been with each other forever. Dude, fucking run. If you think this is a cool story, this ain't no cool story. Y'all were born at the same hospital. Well, that fuck, that makes you like Ken already. I guess nobody was ever born at the same hospital as anybody. That is a lame story. That's clickbait. Clickbait, I see it. Clickbait. Goddamn, getting me excited for accidental incest. I mean, damn. Can't wait till they break up. Who gets rights to the hospital story? I swear to God, man. They, they serve me something that they know I, I, I love to read about and love to see on TV when incest goes right. Uh, there's a story about this couple in New Jersey. The dude got fucking vasectomied. Yeah, that's a verb. You can get vasectomied. He got vasectomied and, and so they could get married. And they, they were full-on brother and sister. Well, they're half-brother and sister. Court said, look, man, y'all can't pop any out. No no 14-headed kid. Nuh-uh. Buenos dias, ogre. They seem retarded, but maybe their parents are brother and sister, right? I mean, seriously. Hey, guys, hey, let's take this to the media. We were born next to each other. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up, man. Get my hopes up for something awesome like this. Like the parents seeing each other on the wedding day going, no. (laughs) Incest is best. Put your sister to the test. No, I just, I, I enjoy the stuff, like, like the, the stories, like there was a, a TV show on that had it, and I'm like, God damn, no, uh-uh, I mean, that's your sister, dude, no, 
Yuck. And she's going to have to catch the show later tonight. Have a great day. And, oh, yeah, good morning, Butterfly. There you go. There you go, Andrew. Andrew, I got your list of ball players, and we will do it this morning. All right, so now that, then we can we, we can start the show now, now that we got this stupid couple out of the way, these idiots. I mean, God. We were born in the same hospital together. I mean, are you the only two that are ever born there? All I got to say to that is, Well, I mean, whoop-de-doo. Wow, oh, man. Oh, you. Your roommate's in, now your roommate's again. Wow, that's awesome. I'm sure that's never happened before. God, I hate the world we live in. Oh, speaking of that, Captain Dipshit himself is back at it again, moving those goalposts. (sighs) Cases have fallen below 50,000 nationwide. First time since October. But, no, Fauci and and everybody else says, no, 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 it's not the time. It's not the time to relax. We could hit another surge. Can can we just stop with it? Look, hey, hey, COVID, you're you're not cute anymore. That's what the girls would say to you if they're putting you down. It's not cute anymore. The mask's not cute. Yeah, all, all the bullshit, all the sporting events closed, all the movie theaters closed, not cute. It doesn't look good on you. And they're saying, well, there's different variants of it now, different strains, da 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 Shut up. Just shut the fuck up. Stop moving the goalposts on us. We, we've done everything that you've asked us to do. We, we, we flattened the curve, what, I don't know what, eight months ago we flattened it. Y'all didn't fucking budge. Then we got the vaccine. People are getting the vaccine. We've worn the mask, but that didn't do anything to it. Now it's finally starting to go away. The buzz is out there about the vaccine. People are getting it. Some people ain't. That's okay. Either way you want to go. Oh, God. On Sunday, a record high number of 306 new variant infections were reported. All in Florida, Michigan, or Texas. What? Florida? Well, they're the state that opened up. We have to punish them for opening up. I don't know about you. I am fucking tired of this bullshit. I am so sick and tired of this coronavirus. By the way, take the Johnson & Johnson one if you're going to take one. It's a one-shot deal. Sure, you might get COVID, but you ain't going to die. It pretty much protects you from dying. Uh, this entire pandemic was a public re-education program. Well, it didn't educate anybody. Uh, of course, COVID is going to come back. It's the common cold. Well, yes, but the flu has gone away. I actually saw a guy the other night. This, this was kind of funny on TV or uh, on the video. He was explaining why the flu numbers are so low. And without really saying this per, per se, he said. Well, it's because COVID numbers have scared off the flu numbers. Like, the flu is afraid to come out because of COVID. And he was dead serious about it. 
And I'm like, wait a second. You're, you're an actual practicing physician? Motherfucker, you better get back to practicing because you ain't no good. The, the flu has gone away because it's afraid of corona. Motherfucker. I, I'm just here to tell you, if you test positive for the flu, they're going to say you got COVID because they get more money that way. The flu hasn't gone anywhere. The flu is still here. B. Coop says that might be the most retarded. Oh, I know. I had to rewind it like three times. My doctor said because of the mask is why the flu has gone away, LOL. They, they also say the flu has gone away because schools were closed. Now, see, that would be one that I'd be interested to see. But the problem is the flu is the flu is the flu. The flu ain't going away. The flu was in charge of the streets until COVID gang rolled into town, revving their choppers and breaking bottles. The flu holed up in their new flop house waiting for Charles Bronson to come in. <laughs> That's what they're making it sound like. These are these are like two rival gangs that want to infect people. The flu gang, not that tough. COVID, very tough. Can we just stop? All these, all these quote-unquote smart people in Washington, they're laughing at regular Americans. Oh, goddamn, they bought that shit. Oh, fuck, that video. Man, people are watching that video saying that the, the flu is scared of COVID and it's not coming out. I honestly think that everybody involved with COVID, uh, like, like the pig from the rooter to the tutor, I don't give a fuck who you are if you were involved in it. Y'all need to all go to jail. Every single one of you. From the first person that released it in that lab, because I don't buy what the World Health Organization is selling. Oh, no. It couldn't start there. Come on. Shiver me timbers. Shut up. I swear to God. That's the one thing. I'll give Americans more than any other countries. We've got a lot more street smart than every other country out there. And you tell us bullshit like that, most of us are going to go, uh-huh. Now, there are a lot of people, like radio station Karen. I'm just telling you right now, that bitch is going to wear a mask for the rest of her life. And by the way, she should. For other reasons. Cover them eyes up, too. And maybe shut up. That way we don't have to hear your voice because it's annoying as shit and you ain't that good on the air. I wouldn't hire you. But you're going to see people. Okay, so here you go. Uh, real question here, ass family. The state says, they, they haven't said this yet, whatever state that you live in says the mask mandate is over. How many of you will still wear a mask? Because you know businesses are going to say, we got to keep the mask on. How many of you will continue to wear the mask?
Let's see. Nope, nope. I'll wear it only if it's law or business require it. Was that a rhetorical question? No, it wasn't. There are going to be some people that continue to wear the masks. Arnie has jokes. I don't wear the masks that often currently. Of course, though, I'm sure my industry will still enforce it. Adrian says, fuck that. Now, now let me ask you, what are you going to do if you walk into a business? Honestly, the legit question to ask family because I didn't answer this because I know it's going to happen to me. Let's say I walk into a business and I, I miss the sign on the way in. It said, hey, you got to wear a mask inside the store. I still got to wear a mask in their store, right? I mean, I, I can't look at them and go, well, there's no mandate. Can, can, can I do that? Or So I got to carry a mask with me still. This is the bullshit part of this thing. That the state mandate can come down, but these businesses can say, ah, we still want you to wear it. Because you know a bunch of them are. Hope zero, but I know that people have gotten so freaked out about that, most people will still do it. Look, I, I am not going to... When they say no more mask, it's going to be a happy, happy fucking day for me. Hey, I'll keep one in the truck, and if someplace says, hey, look, businesses, you have every right to say it, but me as a consumer has every right to say, well, I don't need to go here then and walk out. You're willing to allow business to walk out? It's going to be interesting to see. Hangtown Jen says, I'm on the fence. On the one hand, I hate it. But on the other, I kind of like the fact that I'm not sucking in other people's already breathing unfiltered air, i.e. a sneeze coming at me full speed. I like the mask at those times. Well, sure. There's no Band-Aid saying that we have to wear shirts and shoes, but somehow they still make us do that. My business doesn't say anything to you. There's some that don't. There's some place you can walk in without a mask. During the mandate, I have honestly tried. Look, I don't want to be Captain Dickhead all the time. Just most of the time works for me. Most of the time, I wear a mask when I go into a business. There have been a few times I've forgotten. And nobody said anything to me. It was nice. I can't wait. can't wait to go into Target. Take that mask mandate down. You know they'll keep it up just to fucking spite me. And I'll get that same fucking smug girl. Terry, can you pull up your mask a little bit? How about you go fuck yourself with this mask? How about that? How about I'm not going to shop here anymore? All my business is going to Walmart because they don't give a shit. Uh, Adam Bryant says, the other day I took my two sons into a store. One told the other to stop being a sheep and wearing a mask outside. I was so proud. Not so much of my kid that's a sheep, though. I know which kid is more like me. Oh, I, I won't wear it outside. No. Uh, no. Uh, no. No. No, 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 By the way, you morons that still wear it in your car when you're driving alone, I just want to fucking rip you out of the car and beat you savagely. Just walk in and pretend to be special. Say, I'm Arnie. This is Tommy. He's my cat. You, you want me to do it? You, you want? I'm Arnie. This is Tommy. He's a cat. My, my cat. cat. And then they'll say, hey, shut up, dummy. And then, you know, I'll be sad. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, I was watching this tool at the gas station yesterday. He had a mask on and one glove on, on his hand while he was pumping gas. He puts both hands on his hoodie pocket, touches all kinds of things with the gloved hand only, avoiding touching the pump with his hand, bare hand. I just shook my head as I pumped my gas without gloves and a mask. Wait, you got to wear gloves when you pump? A... Man, you people, I, I tell you what. This pandemic has made a lot more germaphobes out there, and y'all, look, you germaphobes, if you're if you're as bad as Howie Mandel, I don't have anything to say to you. This whole idea of you wrapping everything in plastic, just fucking wake up, man. Lisa says at Heavenly Ski Resort, they are huge asshole mass Nazis. I refuse to go back after that experience. Outside at a ski resort. You, you got to wear a mask while you're skiing? That's fucking dumb. Why do you got to wear a mask when you're skiing? The hell, Heavenly Ski Resort? Hold on a second here. I don't like that at all. That That right there is a tad bit on the pissing me off side. Heavenly Ski Resort. There we go. All right. Where's that at? They ain't got no damn phone number. Oh, they close. They open at 8.30, so they open in an hour. Let's see if anybody's there early. We'll see. Thank you for calling Mountain Resort. We are open for the 2020-2021 winter season. We typically operate 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. on weekends uh-huh. and holidays. We are also open to pass holders at 8.30 a.m. on Mondays. Skiing and riding is done in an outdoor environment with variable and fast changing conditions. Reservations and lift tickets are required for skiing and snowboarding and can be made online at epicpass.com. This recording is not updated daily. For the most up-to-date information, including conditions, terrain, events, and activities, please follow us on Twitter at HVConditions, the Epic Mix Up Alerts, com and our social media channels at huh. Thank you for calling the Vail Resorts Corporate Headquarters. For assistance, please visit vailresorts.com no. or select one of the following options. I want to talk for to lift ticket else. and season pass information, press 1. No. For talent acquisition and recruiting, press 2. No. If you know no. the extension you are trying to reach, press 3. No. To access the company directory, press 4. No. To hear these no. options again, press pound. No, they hung up on me because I hit 0. All right, we'll call them back a little bit later when they're open. Uh, I just got uh, uh, texted from Anna. says, I haven't worn a mask in months into my local Safeway. No one says anything. And I'm literally only one not, I'm literally the only one not wearing one. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, Squaw enforces it when you're in line, but I've never had a problem while I was actually boarding. Saw a guy at a casino this weekend with his hand sanitizer hanging from his belt loop so he could do a quick draw at any point. <laughs> he looked like a dork. Yeah, no shit. I watch people wearing gloves, touching their phones, wallets, etc. Germs will get into those things, dumbass. Yes. By the way, you can wear the mask all you want. You can use the hand sanitizer all you want. Those two little things that are right above your uh, your nose, called your eyes, 
As long as you're not fucking protecting them, guess what, dummies? And, and you know some asshole has rubbed hand sanitizer in his eyes. I guarantee you that. I can, I, I can say I guarantee that some motherfucker got some hand sanitizer and put it into his eyes after hearing about how these germs can get in your eyes. I wear a ski mask, and they make me cover the mouth hole with another mask. That's fucking stupid. We didn't get passes this year because we weren't sure what to expect with all this COVID BS. We're getting uh, through uh, Sierra. They aren't so stupid about it, okay? <laughs> they need to use the hand sanitizer in their lungs. It helps kill the Rona. The Rona. I'm so sick of the Rona. 500,000 people died. It's a terrible number, yeah. It's dumb. It is dumb, but it, you know what? When you have something that's been done dumb for so long, you're going to get somebody like this. Representative Karen Bass. Boy, what a dumb fuck she is. And she, her name is already Karen. So there's a strike against her. So Representative Karen Bass says she believes. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? I'm going to say it. I ain't making this shit up. Believes that systemic racism is at least mostly to blame for white Americans outpacing black and Hispanic Americans in gaining access to the coronavirus vaccine. People are having difficulties getting online, Bass said during a Sunday interview on CNN. Individuals, dot, 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 who are white uh, are, are showing up. Well, I would imagine that if you need to have an Internet, you see, you see low-income communities, and there are a lot of uh, minorities in low-income communities because, well, they don't make a giant income. And if you're low income, you probably ain't got a computer. Like it or not, in the the year 2021, if you don't have a computer, that's literally not like like not having a refrigerator back when refrigerators started. I mean, look, yes, I I know that, that computers are expensive. You don't have to have a top of the line computer. But in this day and age, if you don't have a computer or a smartphone at least, then they got to make exceptions for these old people. Can't be making all these appointments online. So half these people aren't online. My dad threw away his computer, the one I bought him. Threw it away. Your president, Joe Biden, already said blacks are dumb and they can't figure out how to use the Internet. (laughs) Yes, Karen, it's exceedingly rare to ever see someone in the ghetto without a smartphone. You're going to blame this on systemic racism at not getting the vaccine? That can't be true. You want to know why? Because my motherfucking ass hadn't got it yet. You know who has gotten it? 
people at Gitmo. Prisoners have gotten it. By the way, the rollout has been fucking terrible. Well, we don't have near enough people. It's because you're doing this bullshit rollout. You're counting on old people to be somewhere on time. They're fucking old. Uh, don't give me that shit. Low-income people have Obama phones, and those have Internet. Low-income people are first in line for New Jordans and phones. I'm calling bullshit. All right, she called bullshit, so we got to call bullshit. <laughs> agree with you on a lot of that stuff, but hey, hey, though, see, this is something that the government should be taking care of. See, that's what they don't want to tell you, Addict to Brian. Yeah, I'm first in line for the new Jordans and the new iPhone 47. I'm first in line for that. But that, that, the government ain't supposed to give me that. The government's supposed to give me the cure. That's what they're going to tell you. Oh, that's different. Oh, that's different. God damn. Did you just assume my gender? (laughs) Probably. That's what I do on this show. I'm a horrible human being. But I, I, I am so tired of all this COVID shit. That's all that's on the news now. Is about the vaccine. Oh, oh, the only stories we hear now about coronavirus or the, the horrible COVID, all we hear is about the fucking vaccine, how people aren't getting it, how it's a clusterfuck. Oh, oh, snowageddon caused such reprehensible damage in the state of Texas that oh, they don't know if they're going to get to, oh, wait, they are inoculating people. Okay, never mind, then shut up. I'm telling you, all you got to do is get a big old truck, put a whole bunch of the the vials on the truck, drive up to a busy street corner somewhere. You go to an empty lot, and that way you just got the truck. You got like six people jabbing people, and you got a whole bunch of parking. Bam. Straight fire, good morning to you, my friend. Then it won't matter who shows up. White, black, Chinese, Mexican, I don't give a fuck. Just show up and get the damn test done. God almighty. They're making this so hard for people to get fucking a shot. Pissing me the fuck off. Now, this is a fun story. If they just handed out a bag of pork rinds with every vaccination, you'd have record number there. And like, well, I wouldn't be in line. Pork rinds are disgusting. Put Pringles in there, I'll show up. No pork rinds, though, please. Yuck. Yuck on Rama. Blech. I like this. <laughs> the Washington Post is reporting this. That the White House now will start charging reporters $170 for the coronavirus fucking testing that goes on 
when reporters walk into the White House. Hey, you miss Donald Trump yet? Donald Trump didn't charge your ass for a COVID test. News organizations will now be required to foot the bill every time a reporter enters the White House. Does that mean, like, like if, if you go in there, like, twice in one day, you got to get hit with a $170 bill twice? Oh, boy, CNN is not going to like that. Not that they report anything that happens in that house anyway right now. The policy is set to be put in place. Bubba, stop licking your balls. You don't have any anymore. Uh, The policy set yesterday, and it could cost the news industry tens of thousands of dollars. By the way, if you're doing this to piss off the right, the right will pay this. The right will gladly pay this. The left are going to be the ones that say, no, we can't pay that. I remember that audio clip, one of the funniest sound bites ever. His stash. Stash. Uh, let's see. Tim says, LOL, Arnie, whenever uh, you do that voice, all I hear is the pastor from Coming to America. Yes, sir. By the way, Coming to America 2 this Friday uh, on what's your, uh, the, the, the Prime thing, Daily. And they want to take over the entire healthcare system, right? I mean that that's the best that's the best part right there. I love this though. They, is this going to be like a cafeteria line where the reporter comes up to the, the lunch lady and says, "How many, how many tests you get? Three. All right, that'll be like five hundred and ten dollars. Thank you. Come again." Paying a fee to keep the American public informed during a pandemic. This is really a terrific look, wrote Jackie. No, it's not. This this is awful. This is awful. I can't believe they wanted to charge $170 a test. Oh, I go to Drudge Report for my news. It's funny how in the last two months, the number of news stories has seemed to drop. I'm guessing it has to do with the size of the stack on the president's desk. Yeah, well, look, here's the deal. It's dropping. The reason why there aren't stories is because there's no stories for the left to make up. Now they make up the stories they want, and if somebody else airs a different story... They run to cable providers and say, please take this network off the air. They're, they're handing out false info. Here's the other thing. Nobody is fact-checking the media now. Nobody. How many times do I have to re- re-mention that Joe Biden said with no one correcting him? And he had a seasoned veteran. Uh, by the way, CNN should fire Anderson Cooper. Not for being the smug, uptight gay man that he is. You can save that firing for Don Lemon. 
You need to fire him because the president said to his face on television in a live interview that he didn't have the vaccine when he took the office. Joe, you did it on TV, man. By the way, Anderson Cooper didn't say a word. The, the, the set director didn't say a word. Nobody said a word. This is the new thing now. Oh, it's this and one other thing that we're going to go over in this break. There, there's new thing. Oh, I didn't say that. We have you on tape saying it. Well, it wasn't me. Fucking Shaggy came back at the right time. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. And we all sit there and go, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess it wasn't. Ag Brian says, my boyfriend is so lame. I was excited for coming to America, too. And he said he doesn't want to watch it with me. He hates comedies. What the fuck? Tell him there's a cameo by Robert Smith. <laughs> good morning, hot mama. How are you? She says, good morning, ass. Man, that press room, Jim Pisaki is loving this idea because that press room just got a lot emptier. I mean, honestly, instead of having like seven reporters from CNN now, they're going to have one. If I was Newsmax, I'd give them all $1,000. Here you go for the day. You just be in there the entire day. Maybe ask Jim Pisaki who has a cleaner mouth, a dog or a human. They're going to charge that. By the way, congratulations to students in California. I applaud you, and I think this is fantastic. A group of high school athletes in California have filed a lawsuit against Governor Gavin Newsom to challenge his ban on indoor sports during the coronavirus pandemic. There's only five athletes, a basketball player, a wrestler, a cheerleader, and two volleyball players have started this lawsuit. I think more kids should jump involved or jump in. Why is it that pretty much every other state in the country has had sports except California? Is that because Gavin Newsom wasn't any good at sports growing up? Oh, no. Was Gavin picked on? I mean, Gavin, that's kind of a, a weird name to grow up with, like a guy near my age. right? He's, what, 51, so he's a year older than me. Didn't know a lot of Gavins. Ask Pisaki how many times Joe dropped the N-word last week. Well, I'm going to have to circle back to that. Oh, it was a bunch. I'm going to have to circle back to it, though. By the way, why is it that Florida which has been open for, like, the last five months. Once again, it pains me to say, why can't America be more like Florida? Oh, dear God. Oh, I I know I just opened a fucking vortex that I can no longer come out of. Fucking Disney World is open. People aren't dropping like flies there. 
They didn't have the fucking Rose Bowl in Pasadena this year. I mean, the last year has been the most non-year for California ever. No festivals, no nothing. How How does California rebound from that? At one time, the fourth biggest economy in the world. I think they've slipped. They're still in the top ten. In the world. How how does I I don't I, I this is the thing I don't get how does California as a whole recover? Festivals like I, I don't know the the asparagus festival that they do the garlic festival, all that shit they didn't run last year. Dave Coe says, look at him. You have to ask. Gavin Naver made it to noon with his lunch money ever. No. No, he got he got handed ass whoopings on the daily. Alicia says, I'd like to go back to blaming everything on Carol fucking Baskins. Amen to that. Let's blame that bitch. Yeah, their governor actually has a pair of cojones. I'd love if he told Biden to fuck off. I second that notion, Alicia. Oh, and she quit the second season of Tiger King. What a bitch. And Carol Baskins is a bitch. When does the second season come out? I'm ready for it. It was about a year ago. A year ago this time of year that we found Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic helped us through this pandemic. I, I, I hope more kids jump in on this lawsuit. I, I hope that if you have a child that wasn't able to play sports this year, I hope that, that you look into this and maybe encourage your kids to join this. Uh, whose governor is that that told him to fuck off? Was that our governor? Was that Governor Wheels? Uh, all right, let's see. Now, this is, the Justice Department said it will appeal a judge's ruling. I didn't know the Justice Department could do that. That found the federal government's eviction moratorium was unconstitutional. Well, it is. The, huh, wait. Huh? So the Justice Department, so a federal government, uh, a federal judge, or a judge said the federal government's eviction moratorium, meaning they're, they're going to put a lid on evictions, is unconstitutional. How is that unconstitutional? Oh, DeSantis? Okay. Future headline, sports kids who file lawsuit mysteriously commit suicide, elderly blonde woman with Hillary uh, same slinking away from crime scene. Yeah, amen to that. I'm telling you, when when this, we are in for it as America. You thought two thousand eight was going to be bad with the economy? Just you wait, wait until they they stop these moratoriums on evictions. 
hey, I think it's sad that people are getting evicted from their homes. I think that's awful. They had nothing to do with this. This pandemic fucking wiped them out. It closed their jobs. How can they make money? So the answer is then to punish all landlords and all and all, all property owners? Well, that doesn't seem right to me. I truly, I, look, I, I feel bad for these people that are waiters and waitresses. And they make a good living being a waiter or waitress. They can actually pay their bills. But when their restaurant isn't open and you really can't claim that much on, on uninsur- or unemployment, I mean, you're going to have to get a lot of stuff to make your nut for that month. And since they told people, well, you don't have to pay, do you think people were saving their money? People weren't saving their money. You got to pay other bills. You got to pay your electric bill. You got to pay your cable, your internet. Those things are still working. You got to pay those. Uh, let's see. What will happen if is landlords will stop renting their property out and then watch homelessness will skyrocket? Well, it, it, that's what's going to have to happen. But look, these guys, these men and women out there who own these properties, they worked hard and they bought this property to become another source of income. They should be paid. They provided a service. That service was, was, was a roof and four walls. They provided that to you. And all they ask in return is that you pay their rent. Yes, yeah, Ogre, you're right. Uh, Arnie, everyone knows that landlords are all wealthy magnates who like their cigars with bowls of caviar. Who are the property owners going to get if they evict their tenants? Different broke tenants? So leave them there? Leave the broke tenants there? You just say the last eight months, the, the last 12 months didn't count? Let's do the real easy math here. For the last 12 months, California has been pretty much closed down, correct? Correct. You didn't have a job, so you couldn't pay your rent. Let's say your rent was $1,000. Right now, you owe $12,000 in back rent. Do you have that? I'm not, uh, look. The answer for me, even if I was working and making a shitload of money, I wouldn't have it. No, I, I don't have that. I'm told to save three months worth of rent. Well, okay, I did that. What about the people that did do that? They saved up three months worth their salary. They had that in savings. You're supposed to do that four times over because that's how long it's been. I know that I, I help support a local business in California, the uh, the Vintage Monkey. They had a big, like, party type thing to try to keep the lights on. Now, they're moving spots. They're moving from their original spot. 
in May because they can't afford to be there anymore. The lady that owns that place, her name's Shasta Smith, she's done all that she could to keep it open and keep her employees employed. Can't make the nut on that, uh, on the location. Now, she could back when they were open, back when people were going out and doing things, but now she can't. She's got to open up a new shop somewhere. I think that sucks. It's fucking terrible. It's not how it worked. People still had to pay a quarter of their rent. Some people did. Some people didn't have to pay any rent. I have to buy a second house in the next 10 years and renting out the house I currently live in. But shit like this makes me question if it's even worth it. And it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Just make white renters pay, but only if it's a minority landlord. <laughs> if you saved up money, then clearly you had money to burn. And you don't deserve any of that money back. Furthermore, since you had that money, clearly you're white because you have a better paying job and you're racist for saving up money. Only ace racists make more money. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. There's the Justice Department screwing you over. Uh, all right. We'll do these last two government-type stories, and then we have to talk about this new phenomenon that's happening. The first one is it Mario, or not Mario. I always call him Mario. I don't want to. Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo. You know, we call his little brother Fredo because his little brother's a fucking failure. In the family business, he's a failure. He's on CNN. That's Fredo. I would have to say that, let's see, Mario was the daddy, right? It Was he the daddy? He, he was like Vito Corleone. Andrew's a mix between Sonny And I would say Polly Walnuts. He, that's the perfect example for him if this was a mob movie. He's a mix between Polly Walnuts and Sonny. Uh, if they were good tenants before uh, the world went to shit, I don't know what the answer is. Owners deserve their due, but nobody should be expected to just come up with 12000 on the spot. There are going to be people that, that do expect that, though. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just telling you the truth. All right, so Andrew Cuomo, you know, he's got he, – he's killed a bunch of elderly people. He murdered them. I'll say it. I'll say it publicly. By the way, send good vibes to Tommy. He's having a surgery today. When you say Polly Walnuts, you have to point your index and pinky fingers and say, hey, hey. Yes, oh, I do, every time. Yeah, the pinky, that's the most important part of the, the point with Polly Walnuts is that pinky's out. So uh, so we got uh, Governor Sonny here is now facing even more sexual misconduct reports. <laughs> Allegedly, this happened at the 2016 New York State Fair. Okay, so there's been a couple stories about him kissing a gal and groping a gal against their will. Now he tells a girl at that 
Hold on. Is, is this the actual video? Is this the video? Please let this be the video. I, I want him to say it. I don't want to say it. I feel the same way, too. Will you eat the whole sandwich? I will eat the whole sandwich. Yeah? Okay. Who made sausage? He wants a girl to eat an entire sausage sandwich. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, how about you put that sausage in your mouth? Oh, man. I pay my bills right after I get them. I don't wait until they're due. And if something comes up unexpected, I am more prepared to handle it. Too many people don't think that way and are always waiting till the last minute to pay their bills. They go out and spend money on nice things and complain about not having money for their rent or someone else is holding them back. Now, I hear you. Ogre says he was milking a cow at the state fair, but just a fat chicken for whatever reason, she took umbrage to that. You know, Cuomo's sitting there, hey, can you put that old sausage in your mouth? I'll give you an interview if you can. I'll let you speak into my microphone. Good old Fredo runs to, hey, 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 Andrew, what are we going to do today? What are we going to do today? It's me, it's me, Fredo, Chris. Hey, hey, it's me. It's me. I work for CNN. Hey, it's me. I do CrossFit. Did I ever tell you I did CrossFit? I do CrossFit. Enough already. Recall that son of a bitch. This guy's the most crooked governor I've ever heard of. Jesus Christ. And now Captain Stupid herself. God damn it. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Why do, why do people keep voting this bitch in? This gal, honestly, this gal is stupid. She has blasted a new police dog named DigiDog. It's a robotic dog that the NYPD is using. It costs $75,000. She has called a robotic dog that patrols the streets in New York. AOC has called it racist. That's right. A robot dog is racist because it only prowls the streets in low-income communities of color. Well, there's a damned if you do and damned if you don't in this whole situation. Let's say that that DigiDog, the $75,000 robotic police dog, was not in the bad neighborhoods, but was only in, I don't know, downtown Manhattan, patrolling uh, the Upper East Side and Wall Street. You don't think AOC would come out and go, that's racist? How come we don't get Diggy Dog? This is a person that likes to fucking have arguments. She has no hopes. Look, look, my dad was with somebody like that. Beverly didn't care if she knew she was wrong. She just wanted to argue with people. She would argue on both sides of the fence just like I did with this. 
I am dead set against robotic police dogs. Why? Because they do not have a mind for themselves. Regular police dogs, when they are attached at, at a perpetrator's nutsack, there's, there's some fucking pulling involved going on to get that dog. You just can't utter out a couple German words. A Wiener saying, potato pancake. That the, the dog ain't going to give up. That dog is locked in there. It's flavor sealing that nutsack. That's why I love watching the dogs attack. Because there's like this. There's this choreographed beauty in the violence that a dog uses to ap- apprehend a bad guy. You know it's going to hurt. If you ain't never been bitten by a dog, it sucks. I ain't never been bitten by a police dog knocking on wood there. Because those things don't like to give up. If it's on your nuts, fucking the robotic dog doesn't even have teeth. Robotic dog is just like four legs and it runs. Now, if it had where where the head is, if it had a gun there, I think that'd be kind of cool. She's the equivalent of a corporate uh, supervisor or manager. Instead of doing real work, she has to find work to do to make it look like she's doing work. So she makes arguments for fines, non-issues, and turns it into an entire project. Not that I have any experience in the corporate world with that or anything. Yeah. Agree, perfect Nancy Pelosi understudy. I I don't think that this gal could ever be Speaker of the House. She's hated. I I don't know how. I I honestly, I don't know how she keeps getting elected. She got elected for the second time this time. She got over 100,000 votes this time. And that's because people know her name. That's all she wants. I don't blame her. B. Coop says, RoboDog, engage ball shredding mode. Amen. That'd be fantastic. Uh, what about lasers? Would you like a police dogs with freaking lasers attached to their head? That'd be all right. Or spin, ooh, where their head's supposed to be, it's like spinning machetes. Like a helicopter, but it doesn't take off. All right, all right. Now, now it's time for this new thing that's that's going on. I, I, what is it? Can, can somebody tell me that what caused all this backlash? Remember, it started with Lindsay Lohan. Then last week we heard about how Jennifer Aniston was opposed to this guy. Now Paris Hilton has come out and said that David Letterman purposefully tried to humiliate her during an interview about jail. Uh, I had a a bit of an epiphany last night when I saw this story. And it's like everybody who got made fun of in the mid to to, uh, late 10s of the 2000s, from like 2000, I'll say from 
2007 to 2020, well, not that long. But this is their time to get their little pound of flesh back. In this time that we're all going to be nice together, they're not going to be nice because somebody wasn't nice to them once. And now Paris Hilton is going back against David Letterman in an interview he did in 2007. Okay, that's 14 fucking years ago. How about this? How about, Paris, you become happy that you're engaged for the fourth time? It's not, it's not sad whatsoever that you're 40 and you're never going to have children because, well, you're too goddamn stupid to have them. She didn't want to talk about her sentence. What look look that this is the way it goes, people. Let, let me let me break some shit down for you. David Letterman, you don't go in there and go, well, these are the questions I'm not going to answer. Okay, David Letterman, uh-uh. No, Johnny Carson, no, you're not gonna say that to him either. You can maybe get away with it on the, the, the queefs that are all talk show hosts today. But you're going to allow your guests to run your shows? Oh, don't ask me about this. That's something that, that lowly radio people have to worry about. Or, or the, the TV guy who gets to interview all the movie stars all the time, they're told what they can and can't talk about. You don't go into a, only people like Tom Cruise could probably go into Letterman's people and go, okay, this is off topic. I, I have a great example for you. I was on a show once, and we got to interview Tommy Lee right when the Methods of Mayhem album was coming out. By the way, shitty album. Terrible. And his record rep came in there and said, look, Tommy doesn't want to talk about the videotape. And this is right around the videotape. Videotape had been out for a while, he and Pam. And usually if somebody came to our show and they said they didn't want to talk about that, no problem. We will accept that because that's who we are. So we're talking, and he brings up the tape, and he starts talking about it. And we just all looked at each other and said, all right, we'll talk about the tape. We never got in trouble for it. Hey, Paris, if you didn't want to talk about going to jail, then don't go to jail. That's the best way to talk about not going to jail or not talk about going to jail is don't do it. And by the way, you were in jail for, what, four hours? If that. In the podcast that Paris was just on, Stars Are Blind. The singer, and I use that very loosely, like she uses contraception, said that Letterman was pushing me and pushing me to talk about my jail time. I was just getting so uncomfortable, and I was so upset just being up there. It was like he was purposely trying to humiliate me. He probably was, because that's what the country wanted. They wanted to humiliate you.
She claims that, and, and by the way, I haven't seen Letterman's take on this. They went to commercial. He kept her on during the break. She said, please stop talking about this. He agreed, and then he brought it back up. Is anybody surprised Dave Letterman's a dick? I, I'm not. Uh, no. Anybody else surprised that David Letterman's a dick? No? Okay. I'm never coming on. And you've crossed a line. All it took was Letterman sending a fucking case of wine to her and she forgot it. Yeah, I feel so bad. I guess she went on a few months later. And he said, oh, I found out I embarrassed you. I feel awful, blah, blah, blah. You feel, oh, you you were embarrassed that somebody was bringing up your jail time? You got to be more embarrassed of your jail time, dummy, than a guy bringing it up. If you can't do the time, then don't do the crime, biatch. And it's this way now for everybody. Now we're going to criticize what happened on talk shows 15, 16 years ago. Man, I don't want any part of that. I I, I want no part of that. Uh-uh. No, I, look, if you were to say that Letterman whipped his cock out and, and stirred your tea with it, then we can have a conversation. This is so dumb. This is a new. This is a new low for Hollywood and people like this. Coming back and going over these interviews. <laughs> he made me feel bad in that interview. He was awful. He was so mean to me in that interview. No, he wasn't. He was asking you questions that you didn't want to answer because your ass was a fucking jailbird. That's all. That, that That's all there is to it. You don't want to answer? Okay, fine. Get off my show. We don't have anything else to talk about. Thanks for being here, Paris. Ladies and gentlemen, Paris Hilton. That, that, that's what I would have done. Oh, you don't want to talk about this? Okay. Well, thanks for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, Paris Hilton. Taking a break. They don't They don't film those shoes. They, they film them in front of a live audience. But there's a lot of editing that goes on during that show. Uh, all right. Uh, all right, we'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up at uh, Mixler as well. Play this. When we come back, we have the top 10 greatest baseball players of your lifetime coming up. Next, Alicia says, what an entitled little twat. What did you think he wanted to talk about with you? She's not an interesting person. She's an idiot. They don't just want to criticize what happened on talk shows 15 years ago. They want to go back in time and cancel it. Yes, exactly. It's stupid. Enough cancel culture. We're not giving in. Fuck you people. I've canceled you for God's sake. The Arnie State Show, ArnieRadio.com. I worked the rigs from three to midnight on the Corpus Christi Bay. 
I'd get off and drink till daylight Sleep the morning away I'd plan to take my wages Leave the rigs behind for good But that life, it is contagious And it gets down in your blood I lived in Corpus with my brother We were always on the run We were bad for one another But we were good at having fun We got stoned along the seawall We got drunk and rolled a car We knew the girls at every dance hall had a tab at every bar If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober On the Corpus Christi Bay My brother had a wife and family You know he gave them a good home but his wife thought we were crazy And one day we found her gone We threw her clothes into the car trunk Her photographs, her rosary We went to the pier and got drunk And threw it all into the sea If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Stay sober on the Corpus Christi Bay. Now, my brother lives in Houston, he married for the second time. He got a good job with the union And it's keeping him in line He came to Corpus just this weekend It was good to see him here He said he finally gave up drinking Then he ordered me a beer If I could live my life all live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober On the Corpus Christi Bay
got more ass on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. The 
Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. Ah, welcome back to the big show here on a Tuesday. Look at that. It's Taco Tuesday already. Go out and get you some tacos today. Enjoy your day. Have some fun. Nice weather. At least it looks halfway nice outside. Mm-hmm. It's almost that really nice, nice time of year. You know what time of year I'm talking about. Uh-oh. Is it, it, it's almost here, right? I can't wait. Are you fired up? Can you can can you get the smell? The smell of the grass. Hot dogs in the stadium cooking. Baseball season right around the corner. Spring training has started. Can't wait. Christopher says play ball. So uh, yesterday I came up with this idea. Top 10 greatest baseball players of all time. You fucking cocktails playing the baseball organ music. New Mexico counties have to be in the green light before sports are allowed to even have reduced capacity, which means no goddamn minor league baseball again. I hear that they're doing minor league baseball this year. I, I, I've heard that they are. I, I have from some sources at the Reno Aces that they, they are planning on it. Yeah, you just got to wait it out, Ogre. It, it sucks. I know it sucks. Ogre says, I'm dying for a churro and frozen lemonade to go with the hot dog and green chili pizza. I hear you. I'm ready for hot dogs and nachos at the new Ranger Stadium. I might try one of those big old thunder sticks. I don't know. That thing's like a two-day job. Uh, Tim says, LOL, V. Coop. If she actually knew what a supernova... Okay, they're talking about that. Uh, we were going to go to a baseball, wrestling, and monster trunk shows last year. Fuck. Hey, that, just save it for this year. I, 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 we just finally got our tickets squared away. Last year, I was supposed to go see, uh, the group Alabama. It was, it was a Christmas present for Braddy Kid. Go see him, and yes, I'm going to go see him in Nashville. That sucks, but hey, I'll be in Nashville. I finally can go to the Grand Ole Opry. Go to the Country Music Hall of Fame. Two things I wanted to do. Yes, because I am a redneck. Got our Grand Ole Opry tickets. Going to the Grand Ole Opry on July 2nd. That's right. I'll be seeing Top Gun 2 Maverick, colon Maverick. I'll be seeing that in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm worried as shit. But I will see the – and I'm, I'm excited. So what they did was they just switched last year's tickets for this year's. So hopefully if you had tickets to go to the wrestling, monster truck, and baseball, hopefully they, they, they make good on it this year. 
So I asked to give your, your 10 greatest baseball players in your lifetime. That way we can keep out the, the talk about Ted Williams and, and, and Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio. I mean, look, they're all legends. I can't, I'm not going to, but your lifetime. 10 greatest baseball players of your lifetime. Now, good old Travis, he hit me up first. He says, okay, this was tough. I split it between five fielders and five pitchers with honorable mentions. My lifetime is 80, 89 to present. God, you punk ass. God damn. Damn, I graduated a year after you were born. When I was still playing ball, I was a sinker baller, shortstop, and center fielder. So I think you'll see some of that in these picks. Okay. All right. So pitcher's honorable mention. He has Justin Verlander, Tim Hudson, Roy Halladay. Good list. Not bad. Not bad list at all. Even though Verlander's a cheater, he plays for the Astros, but that's a whole different thing. His, his five actual pitchers he has, number five, John Smoltz. Number four, Pedro Martinez. Number two, Mariano Rivera. Number or that number three, Mariano Rivera, sorry. Uh, number two, Randy Johnson. Number one, Greg Maddox. Good. Fielders, honorable mention, Mike Trout. Awesome. Jim Edmonds, one of the best that's ever played. And uh, Lindor, okay. Ariando is on his list. Uh, I know he still has a way to go, but six straight gold gloves at third and hits better uh, away from course. Okay. Jeter, fourth. Third, Griffey Jr., two, Gwynn, and number one, Barry Bonds. Okay. Now, there's a rule on my list that there are no steroid players on my list. They tried to, to tie Yvonne Rodriguez steroids. He's still got in the Hall of Fame. They don't know if it was him or Bagwell because they said, well, one steroid guy is in. Everybody thinks it's Jeff Bagwell. Jeff Bagwell not on my list because I hate the Astros. I, I know, Hangtown Jim, that's why I sent you a text this morning. You texted me yesterday about top ten baseball players, and I said we're going to do it this morning now because people emailed me. I don't know when I said I was going to do it. There's a lot of shit I say on this show I don't know. But we're doing it, though. Take your time. So I, I not only got Travis's email. Travis, by the way, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, I got Andrew's list. His lifetime. He's got number 10, Cal Ripken Jr., Oral Hersizer, Don Mattingly, Ricky Henderson, Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla has the greatest agent ever. Uh, Randy Johnson, the big unit. Greg Maddox, Chipper Jones, Nolan Ryan, Ken Griffey Jr. Good list. Okay. Confirm steroid users. Well, hey, if you want to put those, hey, look, I love Mark McGuire, and I love Roger. Roger Clemens went to the University of Texas. <clears throat> He's not on my list. If Major League Baseball were to listen to me, see, this is why I should be running Major League Baseball. First of all, it would be the number one sport in America, again, easily. Because the first thing I do is fire all the umpires and hire new umpires that can call what the fucking strike zone is. It's from the armpits to the knees. The armpits to the knees. If there is a, 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 a ball that comes in down the middle of the plate at the belt, that's a strike. If it's just above the belt, that's a strike. If it's two inches above the belt, it's a strike. 
It's your armpit to your knees. What what will this do? A, it will speed the game up dramatically. And it will bring more offense into the game because guys will be swinging more. So there you go. I've only I've not only sped up the game, I've made it more popular and more entertaining again. By the way, I'll get all the steroid fans back because I will say I am willing to open the Hall of Fame to Roger Clements, Barry Bonds, steroid players that that, that and, and Mark McGuire. But here's the deal. Mark McGuire is going to be a tough one because, man, the way he fucking grew in that one season before his rookie season, he hit 49 home runs. The next year, he was fucking jacked, and the year after that, he was even more jacked. It's going to be tough with him. Bonds, but first part of Bonds' career when he was with Pittsburgh, he was going to the Hall of Fame. Only guy, Jen, I will take your, your, I will stop the show for your list whenever you get it to me. It could be tomorrow if you get it to me, and I will still do your top ten. Now, now, here's the thing. Fuck the umpires. Get laser sensors for the strike zone. See if it checks the swing goes too far. High-speed cameras to check the base. No. No, here's, here's the reason. I get rid of instant replay, too. Error is part of the game. Human error is part of the game. It's built into runs, hits, errors. Error is a part of the game, and human error is part of the game, and umpires are human. So, uh, unless they can't call strikes correct. Then they get fired. That 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 that's an easy one right there. Steroid use was just part of the game. Yeah, well, but see, it wasn't. Not everybody used steroids. Somebody asked me one time, "Can you show me in the rule book where it says you can't use steroids?" And I said, "Okay. Can you show me in the in the rule book where it's not ill? It, it's it says you cannot carry a gun on you on the field and aim it at somebody who's fielding your ball." You think they're going to throw you out if you're pointing a fucking 45 at them? No, that's not in the rule book either. Uh, human error slows the game down. I say again, fuck umpires. Okay, Commissioner Arnie would ban ketchup from fucking hot. Oh, ketchup is not even in my stadium. But I will say that Barry Bonds is allowed to be voted on his Pittsburgh Pirates numbers. Roger Clements can go in as a Boston Red Sox player. But everything after that era, is, is it's tainted. I'm sorry, it's tainted. McGuire, everything after your, your A's records, and, and those are going to be quite tainted to begin with, and I like Mark McGuire. Sammy Sosa, you were never going to be in the Hall of Fame unless you cheated. That's, that's all there is to it. I saw you play in Texas long enough before you went to the Cubs you're terrible. So, my list of players that I got to see in my lifetime. Number 10 is Pete Rose. Nobody hustled more than Pete Rose. To this day, nobody worked as hard at the game and giving back to the game like Pete Rose. Now, Pete Rose... I believe should be in the Hall of Fame, but so should Shoeless Joe Jackson. 
If I'm commissioner, I, I would probably make the I would put Shoeless Joe in first. And then wait a year or so, and then I'd put Pete in. Pete Rose deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And there, there was no player that hustled and has had much as uh, baseball IQ and integrity as Pete Rose. Well, integrity, not so much. Number nine is Yvonne Pudge Rodriguez. He replaced Carlton Fisk on my list. I love Carlton Fisk. He's one of my all-time favorite catchers, but Pudge did so much more behind the plate, threw out more base runners. Uh, I was at his first game, uh, his first home game as a Ranger, and he threw out Ricky Anderson twice in that game. It it was amazing. So Yvonne Pudge Rodriguez is uh, number nine. On there. As the first lady of, of the commissioner, Arnie, I'd ensure and promise you ketchup on hot dogs would be banned. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, number eight on my list, I have a pitcher. And I, I hated this guy. I hated him because he was so boring because he would strike pretty much everybody out or induce ground balls all the time. But Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox didn't have an overpower. I think Greg Maddox's fastball might have reached 90. But there was not a pitcher who had more shit on the ball than, than Greg Maddox. He could do anything with a baseball, and I respect that. Greg Maddox, number eight. Number seven, a guy who they tried to link to steroids, but they never, ever could. And that's Albert Pujols, El Hombre. I got to see him play his rookie season. And let me tell you, I knew from there there was something special. And if it weren't for him going to the Angels, if if he were to have stayed in St. Louis, which I think he should have done, he might be, he might be challenging the all-time home run record. But he went to the American League where he didn't have a book on the pitchers. He got hurt because he's older. Same thing happened to another guy who's on my list. But Albert Pujols was, wow. Yeah, he, he was so good. Kale says, where does Mike Piazza and Jose Canseco stand on your list? Uh... I can understand why people would say Canseco. He's nowhere near my list. He he was he was he fucking loved to admit that he was on steroids. It, he wasn't that good a player. He really, I mean, I know he had his forty forty and all that. Outside of that, he wasn't much. Uh, Mike Piazza, Mike Piazza was fucking. Mike Piazza was country strong. That's like that's 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 not not as quite as strong as old man strong. And nowhere near as strong as retard strong. Country strong is pretty goddamn strong, though. A majority of Mike Piazza's home runs went to opposite field. Why? Because he had a slow fucking bat. Mike Piazza had a slow bat, but the motherfucker was strong. He got fooled on a bunch of pitches. He he lucked into a Hall of Fame career. I think he's in the, is he in the Hall of Fame? Or at least people are going to talk about him. He kind of lucked into that. So, Mike Piazza, nowhere near on my list. Uh, Travis's best pitcher did not throw in the 90s. Yeah, Greg Maddox, easily. Uh, Number six, 
A lot of people probably think he should be higher, but my top five is pretty fucking solid. Uh, but it's Cal Ripken Jr. The Iron Man of baseball played in more games than anybody else. Played with fucking broken fingers. Bad back. He was an old man. But Cal went out there. And he was good. It wasn't like he was going out there hitting a buck 25. Cal Ripken was a great player. Does Keith Hernandez get a shout-out for banging Elaine from Seinfeld? Keith Hernandez. No, Keith Hernandez is a bag of shit. I know he, he was National League MVP. He had a couple good seasons. They didn't like the way that he held runners at first because his body was in, in foul territory. They hated that, so they had tried to change that rule on him. Keith Hernandez was a good player. He was adequate. He'd like make the all-year team. That's about as good as he is. All right, now my top five. Number five is Ricky Henderson. Uh, I have never. Uh, uh, oh, I fucked up by not having the Iron Man. Man of a million swings. Damn it. Yeah. That's okay. Hey, man, it's your list. Uh, but number five is Ricky Henderson because I, I don't think we'll ever see a leadoff hitter as good as Ricky. We'll never see a leadoff hitter hit as many home runs as Ricky. We'll definitely never see anybody steal as many bases as Ricky because the stolen base is lost. Look, manufacturing runs is a thing of the past. Baseball teams sit there and wait on the three-run homer all the time. Great example was the year, the first year the Rangers went to the World Series. The Rangers destroyed the American League that year. And they went into the World Series against the Giants, and the Giants had good pitching. And, and the Rangers changed their whole baseball philosophy in the World Series. This was a team about getting a runner at first, then bunting him over to second or letting him steal and then bunting him over to third. It was all about manufacturing. In the World Series, they were all sitting waiting on a nine-run home run, and that's why they lost. Ricky Henderson, though, uh, greatest leadoff hitter to ever play the game. I have no problem with him on my list. Was he a hot dog? Yeah, but he backed that shit up. I don't give a fuck. You can talk all the shit you want. You can bang the, the glove on the leg when you're about to catch it and snap catch it. As long as you catch it, that's all that matters. You back it up. Okay. Number four on my list. That's right, number four. I go middle infielder. This guy was a hell of a middle infielder, though. Has a record for most home runs as a second baseman. And... Man, oh, man, this guy was a great player on a shit team. Ryan Sandberg. Ryan, Sa- Ryan Sandberg is probably the, 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 one of the, the – I mean, honestly, I, I do have him in my top five because he was that good a player. I loved Ryan Sandberg. I loved everything about him. I love the rumor of the story of why the Cubs got rid of Rafael Palmero. Cubs had Rafael Palmero. I'd love to put Ralph on my list. I, I loved him as a Texas Ranger, but steroids. Story is that Paul Merrill was fucking banging Sandberg's wife, and Sandberg told the Cubs, either you trade him or you lose me. See you later, Ralph. 
Number three on my list. By far, easily, the greatest man to ever put on a glove and know how to use that glove. I give you, Look, he didn't have the greatest hitting career, but I don't care. I'm talking about the one and only Wizard of Oz, Ozzie Smith. Tell me a better shortstop. There, there isn't one. Hey, look, I'm just going to say it right now. I'm not putting down Derek Jeter. I'll put down A-Rod because he's a hunk of shit. Ripken was a great shortstop when he played short. But ain't nobody, nobody as good as Ozzie Smith. And I'm going to say it right now. There will never be anybody as good as Ozzie Smith. In the history of it, as long as baseball goes on, there will not be another fielder like Ozzie Smith. Number two. My number two position goes to, and yes, this is a homer pick. You, you probably thought this person was going to be number one on my list. You thought wrong. You thought I didn't have integrity enough to put him at number two. That's uh, Nolan Ryan. Yeah, yeah, look up his stats. I don't even need to give you his stats, even though I know him. 5,714 strikeouts career. 323 wins. One World Series. It was rookie year. Thank God he got that. My number one greatest of all time, Raleigh Finger's mustache. Yeah, it was pretty good. And no one threw into his 90s, late into his 40s. Like 46, 47, motherfucker still throwing 95. Hell, I don't even like driving that fast. But my number one greatest player I ever saw play. Oh, and I, I have this, by the way. By the way, I have uh, the percentage of which they got into the Hall of Fame. Nolan Ryan got in with 98%. Six, six voters left him off the ballot. Six. Yeah. They, oh, you don't. You think that there are there are eleven better or there are ten better players going into the Hall of Fame in nineteen ninety nine? Oh God damn it! Oh, I left one guy out. Shit. My honorable mention. I, I got to mention this guy, George Brett. I have to mention George Brett. He went in in ninety nine too. He got left off of a. Uh, Nine of the ballots, uh, 11 of the ballots, he was like, or no, nine, nine. Uh, if you have a question about a Hall of Famer and what their percentage was, I, I have it right here. Mariano Rivera, the only player to ever get 100%. My guy got 99.32%. My guy didn't even get as much as Jeter. He was left off at three ballots? That's bullshit. Ken Griffey Jr. He was a six-tool player. And all you baseball fans are like, wait a second. There's only five tools. It's run, hit, hit for power, great arm, great glove. Ah, number six, amazing baseball IQ. Nobody had what Griffey did. Griffey is by far the greatest. Never mentioned in the and played in the steroid era.
Yes, Ricky Henderson was number five on my list. Yes, of course I have to have a list that has Ricky Henderson on there, Dave Coe. But, yeah, it, 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 it's easy. King Griffey Jr. No, look, and if he did not, this is what I talk about. He was in Seattle. He left Seattle to go to Cincinnati, his hometown team, because his dad grew up when, when King Griffey Jr. was a kid growing up. He grew up in outskirts of Cincinnati because his dad played there. So he wanted to go play for his hometown team, which meant he had to change leagues, which means he didn't have a book on all the pitchers there. So he struggled, and then he got hurt, and then he's getting older. I guarantee you. If I, I, let, I'll just say it. I guarantee. If he stays in Seattle, he's the all-time home run leader. Oh, man, and it would be easy for me to hate King Griffey Jr., because he was a Texas Ranger killer. The three biggest, well, there's four. And I only put Pujols in this case due to the World Series where he hit three bombs in one fucking game, the game that I was at. Thanks, Albert. Kirby Puckett destroyed the Rangers. George Brett destroyed the Rangers. But nobody beat the Rangers as bad as Ken Griffey Jr. God, he was good. Derek Jeter has the second highest at 99.74. Then there's Junior at 99.3. Tom Seaver at 98.8. Nolan Ryan at 98.7. That's some bullshit. The lowest number to ever get into the Hall of Fame was Al Simmons in 1953. He got 75% of the vote. I want to see something here. You got you got to be in the nineties to be up. Uh, whoa, wait a sec. I'm not seeing a name on here. I see Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb got in with ninety eight percent of the vote. Uh, there's a name that's not on here. I I don't know how this can be. Oh, there it is. Cy Young got in with 76% of the vote. The guy who has 511 wins as a starter gets barely the same amount that Catfish Hunter got? That's funny. That is funny. Yeah, baseball season right around the corner. So there you go. You know, we haven't done birthdays in a while. Let's do birthdays today. Do birthdays. We already know what today is. Today is Tuesday, March 2nd. It's Texas Independence Day. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? Uh, In 1836, Texas declared its independence from Mexico. In 1877, the U.S. Congress declared Rutherford B. Hayes the winner of the 1876 presidential election, despite the fact that Samuel J. Tilden had won the popular vote. Blah, 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 blah. From the badassery of 2021, you are a badass. How determined you are determines your outcome. Yeah. The Texas Rangers destroyed the entire Comanche Nation, and King Griffey Jr. destroyed the Rangers. Then he should have been playing in Cleveland, for Christ's sake. Hey, now. (laughs) 
Uh, all right, let's see. Let's see. Uh, other shit that happened on this day in history. We haven't done this in a while, so i got to find the history. Uh, Dr. Seuss was born. Oh, well, we'll get to that in birthdays. You know, the guy that just got canceled yesterday, Dr. Seuss, because uh, he's a racist, obviously. Uh, let's see. Uh... In 1807, Congress abolishes the African slave trade. Uh, still went on for 60 years. Uh, let's see. Uh, it was on this day in 1962 that Wilt Chamberlain scored 100 points. Again, oh, wait, wait, he sc- uh, who did he score? Oh, he scored him against this team right here. Hold on a second. Uh, I can find it. I can find it right here. Going on here in this country, it's absolutely pathetic. I can't say the N-word. On the Los Angeles Knickers. No, 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 no. He scored them against the Knicks. No, no, you weren't anywhere near that lady. When he was playing for the Philadelphia Warriors, happened in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Nobody's uh, the most ever that's been scored then since, what, is Kobe, 81? It's on this day in 1978 that grave robbers stole Charlie Chaplin's body. Did they expect him to talk? I mean, hello, he was a silent movie actor. Well, Chamberlain scored on Yo Mama. <laughs> uh, where's that? Birthdays. Okay, let's go. Let's go March 2nd. Uh, let's do it. Uh, find the music. Go, 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 go. It's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. We gon' sip a party like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fuck if that's your birthday. All right. <laughs> if it is your birthday today, congratulations and happy birthday to you. Uh, you're definitely a bigger celebrity than any and all these people, including but not limited to James Bond, Daniel Craig. If the movie ever comes out, which I don't think it is, but it hadn't been pushed back to like October or something. Isn't it like two years late? Fuck you, Daniel Craig, and your shitty movie. Um, It's Dr. Seuss's birthday, the author who died in 1991. But he has been canceled. He has been canceled because of racial overtones in his books. He has been canceled because the world is fucking stupid. That's why. Uh, Mr. Overrated rock star himself, John Bon Jovi, turns 59 today. Can't stand him. Can't stand him at all. Terrible in concert. Didn't even do half their hits. Mikhail Gorbachev, that son of a bitch is still alive. The guy that had the little birthmark on his head. He turns 90 over in Russia. Ah, the lead singer of a shit band, Coldplay, who some people say was the best halftime show ever. Uh, No, he turns 44. What a fag. I mean, queef. Bryce Dallas Howard. She's an actress. Was she the one? She's the one from the Jurassic Park movies. The redheaded chick. It's Ron Howard's daughter. Clint Howard's fucking niece. I don't know how that happened. Let's see. We got uh, Lou Reed, American rock and roll legend Lou Reed. 
He died in 2013. Karen Carpenter, part of that terrible band, the Carpenters. She was anorexic, though. She died. Desi Arnaz from the I Love Lucy show. He married Lucy. Reggie Bush, who the fucking Kardashian, the curse got him early on. Sorry about that, Reg. Sorry you had to give up your Heisman Trophy, you fucking cheater. Ah, from the Wu-Tang. It's Method Man's birthday. Method Man turned 50. What, what? Ben Roethlisberger, the quarterback for the Steelers. He turns 39 today. <laughs> no, I don't know how the gene pool worked there. That, <laughs> that uh, Bryce at Dallas Howard is related to Clint Howard. That's what I don't get, because Clint Howard is an ugly son of a bitch. Just like next birthday, Luke Combs. Luke Combs turns 31. Look at that, country music singer, Luke Combs. I'm so sorry I had the Confederate flag up in my video, y'all. Oh, wait, who am I apologizing to? Oh, that's right, I'm stupid. Because it is. (sighs) Who else we got? Nope, nobody there. Ooh, Amber Smith. She turns 49. Amber Smith from 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 uh, 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 Celebrity Rehab. She was the model. She was on dope with her mom, and then she was a sex addict. God bless her. Hopefully she's still kicking. Laird Hamilton, professional surfer. Big yoked out dude. Everybody knows that Tom Curran was better. Lorraine Newman, one of the originals from Saturday Night Live. She turns 69 years old. Uh, who's uglier, Clint Howard or the guy who played Booger from the Nerds? Clint Howard. Well, it's going to take a special kind of ugly that, to beat Clint Howard. I mean, we're talking like Randy Johnson ugly. Clint, uh, 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 Ron Karkovice ugly. Otis Nixon, ugly. Those are just three of the ugliest baseball players who have ever played the game. Yeah, Booger from the Nerds, fuck, he's like he's like a fucking rock star compared to these people. All right, let's see. Let's go there. All right. Red Bull. No, don't want any of that crap. All right, then. Uh, all right, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up at Mixler. One of my favorite bands, new bands from the past few years. Uh, I haven't played them for a while. How about we play the Struts? The one to live is an untold story. Rather go out in a place of glory. I can't hear you.
Barney State Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. All right, I'm, work- I- I'm working on something. People have been asking uh, uh, ugly celebrities. Uh, Ogre said, I smell a, uh, an ugly uh, celebrity deathmatch. Ugly celebrities. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, hold on a second. Let me let me get this ready and go. Correct the mundo. Man, I've got a list going right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, Clint Howard, Steve Buscemi, Richard Belcher, Amy Schumer, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Anthony Fauci, Mitch McConnell. The list goes on and on. It does. I have to narrow it down to 16. I'll do eight and eight. I can't remember put her on there. Yeah. I think I have enough now, but I'm not sure. Oof. Damn, that wildebeest. Oh, got to put her on the list. Okay. All right, I have a list. We will do that Thursday. Thursday or Friday. Not tomorrow. We're not doing celebrity-ass deathmatch tomorrow. Okay, we'll do it Friday. Thursday or Friday, one of those two days, whichever one I feel like doing. Uh, All right, first story here in this segment here. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, there's trouble in royal land. I guess the interview happened between Oprah and the Markles. And Oprah's being accused of painting the queen as a mafia boss. I got to say, that's a little much, isn't it? Making the queen look like she's the head of the family, like rubbing people out. I mean, I don't put it past her. I think the queen knows exactly what happened to Diana in in that tunnel. I think that's why Meghan Markle is on this side of the pond. Maybe the Queen's henchmen have all died that lived in America. Uh, They say the preview of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex tell-all interview was criticized for nonsense after the clip showed Oprah dramatically asked Meghan if she was silent or silenced in the royal family. For real? Uh, uh, we got. Uh, is this the, this the actual video? Hold on a second. Let's see if this is the actual video. Were you silent or were you silenced? I just want to make it clear to everybody there is no subject that's off limits. Almost unsurvivable. Sounds like there was a breaking point. My biggest concern was history repeating itself. You've said some pretty shocking things here. Wait, hold, hold up, wait a minute. You know, for me, I'm just really... Does Megan not know how to talk? 
relieved and happy to be sitting here talking to you with my wife by my side because I can't begin to imagine what it must have been like for her going through this process by herself all those years ago because it has been unbelievably tough for the two of us, but at least we had each other. Yeah. She said, yeah, she said, yeah. Yeah. It's been unbelievably tough. Now, let, let's take a look at that statement, shall we? It's been unbelievably tough to throw away billions and billions of dollars. It's been awful tough to walk into Netflix not having any talent whatsoever except to hold a briefcase and to have a royal spoon pulled out of my ass, and they give you $150 million. It's real tough. It's real tough. Motherfucker, please. It's real tough. What the fuck? What do you know about tough? Oh, God damn it. If you didn't hate Prince Harry before, just wait, wait. Let's play that shit again, shall we? Because it has been unbelievably tough for the two of us. Unbelievably tough for the two of us. To where we fly on our private planes and we have security. And we pretty much do whatever we want. Well, that is fucking tough. God damn it. Man, oh man, I don't think I could do it. I, I give it up to these two. The two bravest human beings to ever walk on the face of the earth. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Because it's been pretty tough. And of course you got the fucking, you, you got Softy the fucking brown cow over there. Who's, uh, uh, by the way, my fucking, uh, I would be like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Can you explain to me what has been rough? Please tell me what's rough. Is it like when your landlord kicks you out because you ain't got rent tough? Or is it telling your kid they're going to have to put up with a cough all night because you can't afford the cough medicine tough? Which tough is it? Oh, it's the tough when you get an everything bagel and what you really wanted was just a salt bagel. Oh, that, that's the toughness we're talking about here? It's really been tough. Motherfucker, please. So tough that you fucking knocked her up again. Oh, it's been so unbelievably tough that we get to be on an interview with Oprah and we'll be paid for it. It's been really tough. What the fuck? By the way, let me let me just say this right now. They are the stupidest people on the face of the earth. To come out in the middle of a fucking pandemic and say that their last year has been tough. Really? That is so interesting. It's been tough. Did you get the COVID? No, no. No, I mean, no. Do you know anybody who got it and died? Oh, I couldn't think of it. No, we haven't. Okay, all right. Did you guys miss some rent payments? Did your job close down? Oh, blimey, we don't have jobs. We're royals. Oh, okay. So it's been tough because... 
Blimey's because we want to go by the own rules, our own rules and not live by the queen's rules, so we had to leave. What were her rules? Was it like, you know, she squirted on you every now and then? No, no, blimey's. No, we would just have to go and present ourselves as royals wherever we went. Boy, that's fucking tough. That is fucking tough. By the way, Harry thinks that, that Grandma killed Diana. If he if he's going to say that, he's held that against Granny for a while. Yep, yep. Granny, Granny was in charge of Princess Di in, in her death. Now, you know why she crossed the road, right? Because she wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Boy, I tell you what, if they ever start up their podcast and they take live calls, motherfuckers, we are going to be on that show. I'm just, I, I am making you this promise. We will be on that show. Blimey, we can only afford five human trafficked people to hunt on a mansion yard this year instead of ten. It's tough, it is. Uh, I'm detecting some sarcasm, Arnie. Yeah, there's just a tad bit in there. When they say how tough they've had it, Oh, were you hospitalized this year? Oh, blimey's no. No, not hospitalized whatsoever. Top-notch condition. By the way, the critics are hammering him, too. One saying, it's been so unbelievably tough moving into our $11 million home, signing huge deals with Netflix and Spotify, and drawing on my huge trust for my royal lineage. Then, then Oprah goes on to say, "We, I just want to make it clear to everybody that there's no subject that's off limits. Let me just say. <laughs> Don't say that shit to me. Because I'll ask questions. I'll be like, all right, Megan, we, we all want to know. Megan, we all have to know. Well, we're going to need to see your vagina. I, I'm sorry, look, that, that, I don't want to see it necessarily. I just want to know why it's so magical, and it, it it makes people turn away from their families and away from billions of dollars in, in, in rights. That That's what I'd like to see. And Harry, like, I guess there's part of the interview where it's just Oprah and, and Meghan, and then Harry joins in. Holding hands with Meghan, Prince Harry said, you know, for me, Ah, uh, blimey, I'm really relieved and happy to be sitting here talking to you with my wife by my side. Whoops. Motherfucker, I have never seen a motherfucker as whooped as Harry. There has never been a dude that has been more whooped than Prince Harry. I, I can't even call him Prince Harry anymore. Slave, we, we got to call him Slave Harry because he has been S&M'd it used it as a verb. Yes, yes, I did. Into some, boy, I tell you what, this guy, I don't think he has balls. I think she actually did cut him off, and she keeps him in her purse. Your royal lineage, bitch, please. The only reason you're high up in the line of royals is because your great-granddad, uncle, uh, abdicated the throne back in 1936, and your great-granddaddy took over. Yeah. And you're going to walk away from that? How do you walk away from that? There's no way I'm walking away from that shit. 
People got to fucking bow when I walk into a room. You think I'm going to walk away from that? Fuck you. I always get to eat first? Nope, uh-uh. Unless grandma's in the room, well, she's going to die soon. I'm the first one out at a sporting event? I don't have to deal with traffic? Nope, ain't giving that up. That ain't tough. That's stupid. That's dumb. It's been a very stupid year. If I'm Harry, I look at Megan, I look at Oprah, I go, this bitch got us to leave the, the, the palace. How did we leave the palace? I, I had season tickets to whatever my favorite fucking football league team was. Harry. Yeah, I, I don't even know. By the way, I don't know why I spend so much time on these two. Why do people care about these two? Uh, is Nicole Kidman going to make that, the ugly list? I remember a story when you saw her and said, woof. Nicole Kidman. Hmm. Interesting. I'll write it down. I have about 30 people on this list now. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I saw her at the Bloomingdale's there in, in uh, Century City in L.A. And she was walking out of Bloomingdale's, and I was standing there waiting on my ride, and she walked right by me, and I just looked at her, and I said, woof, because she looked rough. And that's back when she was married to Tom Cruise. So Tom Cruise might have been around there somewhere. Uh, let's see. Uh, if you watch Harry's eyes in the interview, he was blinking Morse code for her pussy is enchanted. You must find the magic scroll of the kings to free me from her wicked curse. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's good shit right there. This is, I mean, this is truly funny that to watch these two idiots talk about what is and isn't struggle, what is and isn't tough. Motherfucker, you live in an $11 million house. How about, how about this? How about we give you an apartment in a shitty side of, of L.A. or New York, either one, you pick. Where you gotta live in like a a, a loft, and it still costs you like I don't know, eight thousand dollars a month, and you got loud neighbors, and you gotta deal with that, and you got real jobs. Then you can talk about what tough is. But this idea that you're 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 talking tough, and you've been handed everything. I mean, literally, Spotify gave him over $100 million, and so did Netflix. Netflix gave him $150 million. So they're sitting on a quarter of a billion dollars, and they ain't done dick yet. Bubba, hey, stop licking yourself. Hey, knock it off. It's gross, and I can hear it. That, throw an empty can at you here soon. Uh, if you watch Harry's, okay, yeah. All right, got that. So, yes, this interview is on, what, March 7th? Oh, I can't wait to see this interview. I'm going to fucking beat the shit out of this interview. 
Oh man, we might we might have to play the interview on the show. God damn, that's just crazy. <laughs> All right, next one here. Let's see what we're doing here. American Airlines. Dr. Seuss still canceled. Justice denied. Wife partner of murdered L.A. County Sergeant demands recall of district attorney. Okay. Uh Alec Baldwin fights back after backlash from baby announcement. Shut the fuck up. I can't wait. You know what I want to see? This is what I'd love to see. I would love to see somebody kick the shit out of Alec fucking Baldwin. Just one time. I mean, not necessarily hospitalize him, but just whoop his fucking ass. That bitch goes after little fucking dudes with cameras and all kinds of shit. I, I might just start hanging outside of his apartment snapping fake photos. I'll give me an old disc camera and just go cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Let that motherfucker say something to me. Let him say something to me. Uh, fuck, I hope he has a fucking uh, a legal dossier there. I'll sign it, saying I won't sue his ass because I'm fixing to whoop his fucking candy ass. I'm tired of guys like him and Sean Penn acting like they're tough guys. Motherfucker, you ain't no tough. You ain't no James Con. I will slap, slap the taste right out your mouth, Spicoli. I can just see Harry coming back from his job, putting toothpaste caps on tubes of toothpaste, sitting there in his polka dot boxers and his wife beater, while Megan is cooking macaroni and cheese curlers in her hair and crying and kid bitching about Science Fair Project. Then you can talk about tough. Damn right. Damn right. No shit. Where's the dude who sucker punched Rick Moranis for high? Is he for hire? Oh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want that fucking treat taken away from me. If I ever got a chance to punch Alec Baldwin, oh, I would savor that. I would savor that like the last cut of beef on a ribeye, the last bite of steak you get from a ribeye. I always save a really good fatty part for that. And it's good and it just it just like oozes the fat in my mouth. And I look forward to taking that as my last bite. That's how much I look forward to punching Alec Baldwin. Or Sean Penn, either one. (laughs) But when he gets here on the 12th, he's going to get your ass. Hashtag the voicemail he left for his daughter. And when I get there on the 12th, He was so specific in that voicemail when he called her a fat little pig. By the way, everybody forgave him for that. Remember that. Just just remember that. He he called his daughter. He he body shamed her by calling her a fat little pig. But nobody remembers that. Nobody. uh, No big deal. Just, just go ahead and say it. Imagine whatever conservative actor doing that to his daughter. Yes, I know. Because of the world of double standards we live in, that's why this shit happens. All right, American Airlines had to kick a couple people off a flight. 
from Dallas to L.A. the other day. Spokesperson for American confirms the incident. Uh, it happened early on in the flight. The flight had to land early in Phoenix due to a customer altercation. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It was on in there. That fucking place. That that plane was a rocket. I mean, let's get it on. Seems like upon arrival, the flight was met by local law enforcement who removed and arrested two individuals for verbally and physically assaulting other customers and flight members. They say the behavior was disturbing and unacceptable. And they've been placed on the internal refuse list pending further in, uh, investigation. By the way, these two were women. <laughs> Kelly Bacardo and Lisa Rodriguez. Who were asked to stop using certain language. Cursing, probably. The male passenger then began to record the two women, and that's when Lisa Rodriguez struck the man's hand to keep from recording the incident. I guess they were throwing out the N-word a lot, too. Well, I'd be pissed as a motherfucker if I was on that plane, and they had to land to take these two horses' asses off. I'd be throwing bottles of water at them. I'd probably get kicked off the plane, too. Dumb fucking bitches. You ain't got to talk all hood rat and all ghetto, all tough on a fucking plane. Ain't nothing but a hood rat. <laughs> just, I, that's all it is. It's just straight hood rat work. You're going to disturb a flight so much because you're talking so loud, using the N-word. <laughs> Dumb fucks. I just don't have any time for stupid fucking people anymore. It's funny to see how many dumb fucks are actually out there. Oh, hello. Oh, we have breaking news. Oh, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Former White House press secretary... Kaylee McEnany has joined the Fox News family. Well, giggity, giggity, giggity. Uh, let's see. The Faulkner Focus. She says, My distinct pleasure today to welcome Kelly uh, McEnany to the Fox family. We'll be seeing much more of her in the future. Oh, goodness. Does that mean does that mean what I think it means? Oh. Oh gosh. Uh, let's see what she has to say. What does Kaylee have to say? Silicone hammer toe corrector will move your toe. Why do you back have to hammer toes? Why is this an ad? Also for hammer toes? Come on now. Kaylee McEnany, former White House press secretary for President Trump has been out of the spotlight for nearly two months. Mm -hmm. But now she is speaking out in an exclusive interview. I'm Mm -hmm. Harris Faulkner, and you are in the Faulkner Focus. 
Kaylee sat down with me for her mm -hmm. first interview since leaving the White House, and we delved into a ton of topics, mm. both professional and personal. Did you sit down and cream corn? I started by asking her about the January 6th U.S. Capitol. Oh, riots why? And what it was like. Why would you ask her that? On that? Come on. Ask her in. what kind of lotion she enjoys. Hello? I'll continue. Okay. You know, I think at the beginning there of the day, is. before everyone oh, went to the yeah. rally, um, oh, everyone gosh. was expecting peace. We had uh, we'd been to hundreds of rallies. I've probably been to hundreds oh, at this I'm point. I'm cramping up uh, over here. Many dozens, um, and they were nothing but peaceful events. And yeah. uh, we expected that day to be the same. And then as those events well, transpired. Well, what a lame-ass question that is. Kaylee, does the carpet match the drapes? Or do we have hardwood floors down there? If you were to sit in a chair for a half hour and then get up and leave and I were to go over to the chair and then smell it, would that be weird? These are the kind of questions that I'd be asking. Can you t touch the tip of your tongue to the top of your nose? Let's try. What's the proper uh, technique, Kaylee, to eating an ice cream cone? I, I, I mean, these are the questions that America wants to hear. We don't want to hear how you were feeling on January the 6th. That's a lame question. That's a fucking soft on question there. I mean, the first question I ask, are you a three-entry girl? Do you do ATM? These are real questions that people in America want to know. My God. I mean, seriously. You get her on the show and you're going to ask her about that kind of shit? Oh, where's the notebook? Can I, can I smell the notebook that you have? Kaylee, are you a squirter? Do you spit or swallow? Are you free this Friday? All great questions, Ogre. Then my last question would be easy. Are you ready? Ah, oh, damn it, Arnie, I'm laughing so hard I almost crashed. Well, let's see if this one puts you over the top. Kaylee, does this smell like chloroform? That'd be the last interview. Bam, we're out. I mean, oh, man. You know, though, that since she's conservative, she probably wears big-ass underwear. She wears granny-panty underwear. And it's that weird, like, not quite tan, not quite white. It's just aged. You know she does. There's got to be something off about her hotness. I mean, she's way too hot to be working in Washington. What's your favorite position? I mean, there's there are a bunch of questions. Have you lost your butt virginity? See, people want to know. Have you ever tongue kissed another hot chick like you? Not some weirdo that you met at like you know politician camp. Not somebody from the liberal camp across the lake. 
Not one of those butchy dykes. I'm talking somebody hot. You're going to ask her about the Ayatollah next? Oh, gosh. Wow, what a gripping question. Can can you ask her, do your farts smell like rainbows? Because I imagine they do. Uh, let's see. Uh, ooh, Brittany shares rare photo. Let's see this rare photo. Hoo ha! There ain't no rare photo. I don't see anything rare. Oh, her and her kids. Oh, I don't care about her kids. God damn! What the hell's wrong with this? Uh, Iron Man from Life. Well, that's the ugliest looking car in the world. The new VW drop top. Boy, you've got you. If you have a Y chromosome, you can't even ride in that car. That's a chick car. Yeah, y'all want to look at this? Look at this shit right here. Hold on, let me click on this story. Oh, that's horrific. This will be the new cabaret. Looks like fucking. Almost looks like Wonderbug, but it ain't that cool. There you go. This is the new VW. Fuck that. Th- if, yeah, if you're a guy and you're riding in that car, then let me let me put it this way. This is a car that Prince Harry would go, oh, blimey, that's the shiznit. This is a Prince Harry car. I could see him, I could see him driving this or at least being driven around by 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 Mr. Markle. Or I'm sorry, Mrs. Markle. That's the worst looking car I've ever seen. That's horrible. I ain't even talking about the dune buggy one. Dune buggy's just gay. That's horrible. Uh-huh. All right. Now, now, I do have a question before I go on. Uh, look, I have recently started on TikTok. And I, I watch the videos, and I see a lot of videos on there. And I, I know I, I, I talked about this a little bit yesterday. The, the amount of face tattoos is quite frightening. I was not, I, I was not ready for that. I, I, I don't know about y'all, but I, I, and I'm a tattooed guy. I, I like tattoos. But man, oh, man, there seems to be an awful lot of face tattoos on the old TikTok. The other thing I know, there's these two, I I don't really, I guess I'm following some people, and you can, like, just scroll through the people that you follow in their videos, or you can just go through the masses. I don't know if y'all are on it. If y'all are on it, can can y'all help me out with these two fucking idiots? They're they're young fellas. I don't know. They look like they're about 17 years old, maybe. And they got tattoos all over their faces, all over their bodies. They got fucking sorry-ass gold teeth. And their hair, one of them has, like, matted-up weird dreadlocks that he puts into points. I want to know how they became popular. How do they have followers? I, I, I mean, honestly, 
I, I, I piss excellence every day compared to what these two idiots do. All I need, do I, do I need to put my hair in, in some kind of crazy thing and draw a bunch of face tattoos on me? Is that what I need? Because these two morons, like, like let, let, let me see, I'll just go on it now. All right, let's see. Uh, TikTok. I don't like TikTok either. Okay, there's Ichiro. Don't need to see him. No, no, don't want them. Where are we at? Where are these two fucking idiots at? Well, I'm sure they'll be up here any second. See, oh, dear Lord, that cheese. Oh, goddamn, her teeth is bad. Wow, that person is fat. Dear Lord. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to find them. No. Oh, really? Today's the one day that these two morons aren't going to be on? Is that a chick? Oh, you're not supposed to ask that. Uh, all right. One, two. Oh, Steve Austin. Yeah, you can't have your wife using Steve Austin music. All right, they ain't on there right now. I, I, I don't get it. I, 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 I honestly, I think I'm too old. I mean, I'm trying. I'm doing the what clogs my toilet every day. I need a topic for today. I, I'll do the, the Royals. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll do. Now fuck with them today on that. Okay. Don McLean, 75, gets candid on dating a 27-year-old model. Now, now look, look. Does Don McLean have a lot of money? Hey, hold on a sec. The, the American Pie singer, Don McLean. Well, bye, bye, Miss American Pie. All right, real quick, uh, ask family. How much do you think Don McLean is worth? Charles says Steve Austin had the best intro ever. Changed my mind. Yeah, I can. I agree. Got it. I've got the answer. Ogre says a million dollars. Alicia says two million dollars. Look, this ain't the price of right. You guys can guess whatever you want. I'm going to give you a few more seconds. Straight fire, 10.75. Sassy Pammy, four million dollars. Don McLean is actually worth. Charles nailed it. Charles nailed it at 50 million dollars. Ogre tried the one dollar technique. I didn't think. Look, I thought Don McLean may be worth five or six million. He gets candid about dating his twenty-seven-year-old girl. Yeah, because she's twenty-seven and he's seventy-five. I mean, damn. 
for the last five years. He's been dating her since he was 22. She doesn't love you, Don, and I don't think that Don has any fucking thoughts that she does love him. She loves that he is worth $50 million. I mean, seriously, she is licking his taint. He don't care. Good for good for you, Don McLean. Offer that one song. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess Madonna paid him out the ass for that. Good for him. Good for him. All right, let's see. What else do we want? I'm just kind of going through. I ran out of stories quick today. You guys were spot on. Will Star run in 2022? Will Smith is going to fucking run for political office? I mean, seriously, Will Smith? The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is going to... No, uh-uh. No, I, I, I... No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Just saying no. Just saying no. Phil Collins, what, what the shit is this? Phil Collins' Alamo Artifacts Collection go on display in Texas? Why does Phil Collins... Have a brass cannon used by the Mexican army. Why does he have that? That's traitorish to me. Get rid of that fucking thing. That killed a bunch of people at the Alamo. Phil Collins has stuff about the Alamo. No, Phil, you can't like that. Your ugly ass wife let you have that shit. Colin said that while other kids were playing cops and robbers, he was reenacting the Battle of the Alamo. So what you would do is you get like 15 of your friends and you go beat up one little kid. That that that's pretty much what the Alamo was. If Kanye can run, yeah, I guess Will Smith can. We need Kid Rock to run. Yeah, Kid Rock ain't gonna run for no office anytime soon. Boy, I tell you what. To get these people, these people, I love when these people talk. People like Will Smith. Well, I'm thinking about running for political office. Are you really? Do, 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 do you not have any skeletons in your closet? I mean, what's more important to you? Fixing the country or your fucking giant ego? Well, since it's been your giant ego for the last 25 years, I'll just stick with your giant ego. When people find out the shit they find out about you and the shit that you you have and haven't done and the shit and the people that your wife has done while y'all are allegedly married, ain't going to fly. Ain't going to fly. To his base, he'll he'll win unanimously, but you aren't going to get but about 10% of the vote from your base. 
All right, what else we got? I'm just going to keep going. We'll switch over to CNN and see what they're lying about now. Major vehicle crash in Southern California. Okay. Killed at least 15 people. That's bad. Gal Gadot's having a third kid. She's got two kids already. Still does Wonder Woman. Good for her. What else we got in here? Anything good? No, fuck CNN ain't got hardly any stories. I don't know what to lie about today. I'm sorry. Was that mean? By the way, this is so weird. A rare Winston Churchill painting sold by Angelina Jolie smashes records. Sold for about $11.5 million. Now, now, who the fuck collects William Churchill's? I mean, I, I've heard of Rembrandt and Picasso and all these wonderful actual painting painters. But you got fucking, and it looks like he, he, he drew like, like a, a palace with mountains in the background and a moat up in front. The tower of the Cochibia Mosque. Oh, it was a former U.S. president, the only painting uh, Churchill made during World War II. I wouldn't, fuck, for $11.5 million? It ain't that good. I'd much rather have a Bob Ross. Bob Ross's trees are at least happy trees. And this ain't water. This is like a big street. They got paved roads there? I don't think so. But but how do you go, oh, sweet, there's a Woodson Churchill available? Fuck, I'm going to bid on that. Well, let's see. Who else we got? Let's see. Okay. Cereal on pizza sparks internet outrage. Come on. Really? Oh, do we even do it? Here y'all go. I'm going to ask you, is this something that you would do? <sighs> All right, ass family. Newest pizza sensation looks like Fruit Loops on pizza. Would you do it? Sassy Pammy says, disgusting. Yeah, I, I agree. Sawyer's dad is barfing. Okay, as soon as we get through this shitty sling commercial where Grandpa can watch the fucking cartoons with this shit kid. 
Uh, no pineapple don't belong on pizza. The fuck is Fruit Loops doing there? Yeah, I agree. And I don't go out of my way to order pineapple on pizza. I've had it on pizza. It's okay. I, I... It starts like any other pizza. Not really. But then things start to get a little loopy. There's a fruity delight in every bite of this. But is it a delight when it's Fruit Loops pizza? Fong's Pizza in Des Moines, Iowa, bills it as a breakfast and dessert pizza. The Fruit Loops obviously bring the sweetness and the crunch. But others call it a crime against humanity. Which it is. An abomination to pizza everywhere. Mm -hmm. That looks like something you'd see on a New York City sidewalk after the St. Patrick's Day parade. We seem to really make some people angry. Jeannie Most, the gal who's doing this story, has got to be related to Andy Rooney somehow. Fong's Pizza actually dreamed up what they call Loopy Fruits Pizza six years ago. We're all sitting at a table and somebody goes, well, what about Fruit Loops? But it never quite took off. Now they're relaunching it using cream cheese, then the Fruit Loops. Oh, dear Lord. Mozzarella. Mozzarella. With a sauce made from yogurt and sweet condensed milk. Oh, disgust aroma. The aroma. The infamy. The creators of Fruit Loops Pizza are basking in the attention. Oh, fuck you guys. Yeah, enough of that. No, 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 no. It's in Iowa. What do they know about pizza? I'm, I mean, seriously. Well, I'm trying to think. Do they even have Olive Gardens in, in Iowa? I think that's too ri- that's too fancy for Iowa. Fucking Fruit Loops on pizza. What in the shit is happening to our country? Damn. Uh, all right. Well, since we're talking about food, we do have a food story. Uh, these people belong in the federal pound me in the ass prison. Yeah, I, I can go along with that. How about this story here? Now, look, I got to say, I'm a tad bit intrigued by this one. There is a new product in the Reese's lineup. No, we're not going to talk about the bullshit organic Reese's because that's not a Reese's. We're going to talk about these new peanut butter cups that are just peanut butter, no chocolate. It'll be celebrating National Peanut Butter Day with the release of a new all-peanut butter cup. It's similar to an item Reese's released for a limited run in 2019 and 2020. The Peanut Butter Lover's Cup, which had an extra layer of peanut butter on the top. They say if you don't like peanut butter, you're not going to like this candy. Brady Kid says she'd bring me some home. Thank you. So, as family, what do you think? Thumbs up, thumbs down, peanut butter cup, all peanut butter.
Christopher says, what's the point? Doesn't that defeat the purpose? I mean, I'd try it, but it seems pointless. No, it seems delicious. I like this idea. I'm going to try it. I'll, I'll try it. See, I love Reese's. The Reese's white chocolate and peanut butter, fantastic. If you want something real good, if you can find the dark chocolate Reese's with peanut butter, phenomenal. I've never had just peanut butter, peanut butter. This could be this could be a game changer. Or I, I, I could say it could be missing something. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love peanut butter, but I need chocolate on too. I got you. Sounds like I'll take a spoon and eat peanut butter from the jar is cheaper. Very true. And probably better. And you get the crunchy style that way. Oh, I, I've tried the, the, the Reese's Crunchy where they put like M&M's in there. That No, uh-uh. Uh-uh, no, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys aren't excited about that either. See, I'm trying to bring you guys all this really cool shit, and you guys aren't excited about it. All right, we'll take a break here. Let's see, we'll get rid of that story. We got, we, we have had this story for a long time, and I want to do this at the beginning. This is this is just ridiculous. The the world is such a dumb place. I swear to God. Uh, all right, phone number seven seven five three five seven fans. Arnie Radio One at Gmail You can always hit me up at Mixler as well. Enjoy this. <laughs>
Definition of a Floridian. It doesn't get any better than that right there. That's what we do in Florida, man. Make our hair look stupid. We put tattoos on our face and we ain't got no jobs. And we got fake gold teeth. They look like them gold teeth you get as a little bitty kid because you ain't got a tooth coming in. Uh, hey, big guy, did you see the new video where a guy tried to rob a gun? Uh, Rob a guy at a gun store during a firearms training class. YouTube channel is Active Self-Protection. It's their newest video. Is this the thing that happened in Louisiana last week? Is that what it was? And he said, lady cop gets a screwdriver to the neck. I haven't seen that. I'll have to take a look out for that. But man, oh man, we have some breaking news from the weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Let me just say this. Down goes Romney. Down goes Romney. Down goes Romney. I guess this weekend when good old Mitt was visiting his old stomping grounds of Boston, even though he's a senator in Utah, he was the, the governor of Massachusetts for a while. Uh, he was out in uh, Boston. Yeah, probably getting a lager. And he, uh, he fell. He fell on some ice, and he had to get stitches, and he was knocked the fuck out. Oh, man. How bad did you want to be Smokey there? You got knocked the fuck out. Just stand over Mitt Romney yelling that when the ground caused it. There was noticeable bruising under his right eye. Said I went to CPAC, that was the problem. <laughs> it looked like Mitt Romney got an ass whooping. 
Asked how many stitches he got. A lot of stitches. I don't know how many. I asked the doctor how many stitches. She said, I don't know, but it's all through my eyebrow and my lip. I'm going to say right now, he didn't fall on no ice. Somebody beat up Mitt Romney. Somebody beat up Mitt Romney. You know who I think it was? I Honestly, I, I think it was Mr. French from The Departed. I, I think he saw Mitt Romney and kicked the shit out of him. Because he was told to by Jack. Mm-hmm. It was actually Alec Baldwin, but Mitt's trying to save face. Too late. <laughs> Mitt Romney gets beat up. That's fantastic. Good thing Mitt wasn't near the mosh. When I say bury a motherfucker in the mosh, I mean him bury him in the mosh. Now where some guy from IBM is going to come over for a noon blow job. Fuck, I love that movie, Departed. That movie was so good. All right. Now, the story that I want to do, because I've had this story. I've never heard of this. Maybe y'all can help me with this. It's kind of one of those write-in questions. It says, maybe I'm old-fashioned, but it really bugs me when applicants don't send you a thank-you note after an interview. There are candidates that I really like who I would consider hiring, but I don't even want to invite them back for a second interview when they don't send a thank you note. Is that time-honored courtesy dead? I got I, I, I got a question for y'all. Uh, is this a thing? Did you guys ever send a thank you note to somebody that interviewed you? No, I, I, I'm being totally serious. They... They, they go on to answer this question here. Not dead, but dying, just like good writing. Has nothing to do with age or being old-fashioned. Has to do with respect. Social media is on balance great, but one consequence besides is that no one knows how to write anymore, unless it's acronyms. I know how to write. So wait a second. Uh, Alicia, I used to? Really? Now, now, I, now I find this I find this. Very, very interesting. How did you get them the thank you note? Like, like I'd give them a thank you note after they hired me. Sure, hey, thanks for hiring me. But just for the interview, how did you get the, I mean, did you have it with you? Did you give it to, like, their assistant and say, hey, could you hand this to them when I'm done? When I was in the Job Corps program, they taught us to send a thank you letter, but I never did it. I've never heard of that. And look, I've applied at a lot of jobs. Maybe that's why I didn't get a lot of them. It's very strange. I've never heard of that. Because, I, I mean, I would go into interviews. Like, I enjoy seeing people get interviewed for jobs at the mall and things like that. I kind of want to sit in and hear what they have to say. But, like, like, you look at these kids that apply for jobs. I remember when I would even go in and ask for an application. I was wearing a, a nice outfit. I wouldn't say it was, you know, I, I'm going back to high school and things like that. You don't really need to wear a, a shirt and tie. Kind of look like a dorky kid then. But you look good. You look in, in what your, like, club wear would be, as long as you're not, you know, goth club person. But you would wear that, you know, a nice date. You would wear that to your job interview. I would thank them for the time in the interview there. 
See, that, but it, I guess that's not good enough because you people need these goddamn thank you notes so much. Ah, uh, It's the one thing that the aliens won't even understand. Why are there so many thank you notes? Doesn't the phrase thank you say it all? No, you still have to send thank you notes out for your gifts. Why? And then what happens if I get a thank you note for the thank you note? I got to respond to that too. This is this is a never-ending correspondence. Usually you shake hands, look them in the eye and say thank you. Remind them that I eat ass, that's how I do it. I have been hired for every job I've ever applied for. Thank you notes. This is what happens when you let women into the workforce. Okay, then you're not alone. I'm not alone here. I've never heard of this. I'm not saying it's wrong. Alicia says, thank you for providing me with the opportunity to interview uh, with your company. This interview meant a lot, and I hope that I impressed you enough to earn a second interview. I feel as though my skills are perfect for your company, and my personality matches the culture of the department. Wow. Man, oh, man, if y'all are looking for a job, just copy and paste that right there. Make sure you get the interview first before you thank them for it. That does make people, uh, bravo. Got to like that one. Got to like that one. That's so weird. I've never heard of that. Like, you, you know, you guys say, oh, yeah, I've done that with the current job I'm in. I, I think it's awesome. Hey, that, that's a great way to, to play the game. Bravo. You should get extra points for that shit. I didn't know it was a thing. Uh, at least the difference between you and us is you're applying for a real, real job. Well, I, it ain't that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you got. Like, if you apply at Taco Bell, would you leave a fucking thank you note? Hey, just want to say thanks. Appreciate it. Maybe leave leave him a gift card for Burger King. Thank you for doing your job and interviewing me. I mean, look, no, I'm I'm making fun of, but I'm not making fun of. I respect you guys for doing that. I think it's I think it's a smart move. <laughs> Ogre, do not follow up Alicia's note with. And if you don't hire me, Columbine is going to look like a snowball fight, you motherfuckers. I know where you work. That's funny. You just leave that in different handwriting, of course. Not signed. Not signed at all. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny stuff right there. I know funny, and that shit's funny. Let's see. Michigan professor sparks outrage after saying university's policies are racist. Okay. I'm just finding this story, so uh, bear with me. 
A Michigan professor has sparked a new firestorm after demanding an apology for his university's new anti-racism policies, insisting he has been systematically discriminated against for 40 years as a white man. He requests an apology for, for the racist sentiments expressed in the resolution that contributes to a hostile work environment, saying that the implied that white people and local people are racist. So he's, he's saying they're racist for calling him a racist. Interesting. I don't know how many more times I can use the word racist. I find this resolution particularly offensive because I, as a white man, I have been basically systematically discriminated against for 40 years. He is the associate professor of electoral, uh, electoral, electrical and computer engineering instead of uh, inst- insisted that during his 28 years at the university, he saw no discrimination, discrimination against women and people of color. Now, you ain't looking hard enough because there's always going to be that. So you're going to get these people. Look, this is this is what's going to happen. There are going to be a few assholes like this. And, and by asshole, I mean anybody who wants to just litigiously fucking start suing out of the fucking blue for this. Look, you're not going to win. You're going to waste the court's time. You're going to waste your money. You're going to waste the school's money and all that kind of shit when it comes down to it. And by the way, the optics are going to make you look like a bigger racist than they're already making you look like. You can't come out. Has the white man been oppressed for the last 40 years? Easy there, pork. Your dentures are getting unstuck. Uh, the white man, I, look. I, I don't want to say that they've been discriminated against or, or systematically been kicked out. Look, is, is there a, an anti-white man position out there? A hundred percent. Oh, absolutely there is. And I can understand, but see, here's the, here's the one thing that white men don't do. I'll just say it. We don't fucking cry like a bunch of bitches. That's the one thing he's missing. We see that this quote-unquote oppression, and it's hard for me to even say that white men are being oppressed, but I can see where white men are, are not being hired even though they're the best candidate for the job. They're not getting the interviews even though they're the best candidate for the job. Is Instead, what we're going to do is we're going to just give that to somebody uh, that diversifies us. To fit diversity numbers, yes. I, I would say that white men have been kicked to the curb. Oh, well, find something else to do. <laughs> white men, no, we can't jump. We can't jump straight fire. We, we don't bitch about it. We move on. We find another job. We don't look for the all these bullshit reasons the place didn't hire us. That's that's the one thing we don't do. We don't go, well, they're a bunch of racists. That's why they didn't hire me. And I'm going to go pick at that place. No, we, because we have responsibilities and bills to pay, we go and look at another place and say, fuck that place. 
That's what well-adjusted human beings do, and that's not if you're black or white. If you spend all the time going, well, they didn't hire me because I'm, you know, and you want to put all your tertiary shit in there, I, 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 I really, 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 really want you to go back and think about what you said in that interview and the way you looked in that interview. I had a kid one time, uh, my, my, my good friend Clint, Clint Bassett, PGA uh, teaching professional, great guy. At the time, he was the head golf pro at Whitney Oaks, which meant Arnie didn't pay to play Whitney Oaks. And I'll never forget, I was waiting for him to come out of his office. I was standing right there in the golf shop. I was talking to his first assistant, Jimmy, the big dummy. That's just what we called him. Kid walks in. It's like June or July. Summer break just started. Motherfucking kid walks in. He's got a fucking half mesh shirt on. You know, like like he's in 1978 and, and a pair of raggedy-ass shorts, flip-flops on, and he comes in and he says, can I get an application? Now, it's illegal not to hand somebody an application. They handed him the application. I just looked at him and go, you ain't getting a job. If the motherfucker's willing to walk into a golf course without a collared shirt on or shoes, you ain't going to get that job, sonny boy. Here's a, here's a big key that, that you want to help your kids out get jobs because I don't think a lot of y'all are going out for the gap or anything right now. If your kids are trying to go work at the mall or work at the Gap or Old Navy or any of those type of places, tell them when they go to the interview, wear that clothing brand. If you're, if you're interviewing at the Gap, wear Gap products. That goes a long way. It, it truly, truly does. I actually got a job at the Gap. That's right. At one time in my life, I was going to work at the North Park Gap. Then I got really bored in the training meeting, and I walked out. I didn't take that job. There aren't enough white people in the NBA. When will they force diversity there? Oh, that ain't going to happen. Come on now. Come on. Douglas, you should know better than that. Forced diversity is only for one side. Remember, it's a double standard. I, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate That's a great thought, sure. By the way, I don't want it diversified. If the best players in the NBA are black, then so be it. It's going to fuck up hockey. They diversify hockey. Shut your mouth, you white honky. Hey, you're on the air. Who's this? Hello? Idiots hung up. What a bunch of dopes. Why would you do that? You shut your mouth, you white honky. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I know you were making a joke, but there are people out there, Douglas, I, and I know it wasn't you, but there are people out there that will shout that from the rooftops. What about the M- NBA? What about this? What about this? What, what about the historical black colleges? Can we get rid of those? Where, where are the historically white colleges? 
Stop it, man. Stop these arguments. Because we all know what the answer is. The answer is yes. Those are restrictive. But they're restrictive to white people, so we can be restrictive to white people. See, this is why we'll never, ever get a handle on it. We're never, ever going to get a handle on it because there's too much of this bullshit double talk. There's too much of this... The, the, it, it, it drives me nuts. The doubled standard is what America is built on. When you allow a group of people to do or say or go to places based only upon the color of their skin, that is racist. The end. Mm, To be fair, there needs to be an all-Asian hockey team. An all-midget basketball team. This this whole idea, look, this is where we need to get to as a people. And by the way, we're never going to get there. I'm just letting you know. I know where we need to get, and I know that we're not capable of it. Maybe two, three generations from now we'll be capable of it. But we have to stop saying, oh, I'm black or I'm white. It's it that that's the first thing that has to stop. There's a lady they said, oh, she debunked racism in nine seconds in an an interview. Black and white is pigmentation. There is only one race on earth, the human race. Which a great, awesome job. Why don't you sell some t shirts that say that? Is that person right? Yeah. Was that what you want to hear? No. Of course not. Of course not. But until we get to that point where people just claim that they're an American or I'm European, or they claim I'm a human being, doesn't matter what color you are. Hell, you could be fucking plaid. That'd be pretty badass if you were plaid. You could be plaid in this country. You're a human being. Hmm. By the way, get ready to see a lot more stories like this guy who's suing his university for this. It's going to become a little bit more prominent in the next couple years until the courts just stop wasting their time and and throwing these out. I can't even imagine if a court actually had the the gumption to take this case and say, oh, that he's right. If you're plaid, it means you're Scottish. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Get rid of the phrase, I'm a black American. Black American is African. You're American. Yeah. Uh, A forced eugenics program would ensure white folks and colored folks would 
mingle and do the hibbity-jibbity, and the kids would all be mixed. Boom, no more race problems. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, no more race problems. Uh, hey, I, I'm with you. I, I don't want any more. I'm tired of race problems. All right, let's see. Last two stories here. The last one is so good. I think I might have outdone myself, maybe. Okay, here we go. This first one. This is just disgusting. I don't even. I don't want to do this story, but I've got to because I got it. Where did this happen? This happened in California, Santa Ana, California. Oh man! I mean, this story has fucking Florida written all over it. Thirty-three-year-old uh, caretaker. Caretaker Juan Sandoval is the key suspect in the raping of an 87-year-old woman who has dementia at a senior living facility in Santa Ana. Now, by the way, where in the fuck where is Shameless? Are they on break again? There was no new episode this week? What the kind of shit is that? It's funny, I hear a story about raping an 87-year-old, and the first thing I think of is Shameless. The sexual assault was reported at the Sunflower Garden Senior Living Facility, 12.35 in the afternoon. Earlier that day, the suspect grabbed the victim while she was in the hallway and then sexually assaulted her in the bedroom. It was interrupted when another caretaker walked by the room. (laughs) Something bad happened in a nursing home in California. Andrew Cuomo said, "I, I swear I wasn't there. Can't believe they still have Santa Ana, California. They should change that shit to Sam Houston, California. You goddamn right. Happy birthday, Texas. Fucking A, San Jacinto. Whoop that ass. Who 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 rapes an 87-year-old woman with dementia? Sure, she ain't gonna remember it. But what the fuck is wrong with you? She's 87. I, I can I can say this right now eh, with my eyes closed. Bubba's in the room with me. He'll be my he'll be my witness. There is nothing, and I mean nothing, attractive about an 87 year old woman who's got dementia, living in some kind of shitty nursing home. Now, if she was in the top nursing home in the entire state of Florida, where it's like a million dollars a month. Then I can understand. I can see where you're going. You're trying to get into the family will. But this is just a regular old fucking old folks home there in Florida. They interviewed over 40 residents at the facility but did not find any other victims. Well, they forgot. 
I mean, it's that simple. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, Douglas, come on now. Someone who's really horny would be my guess. Older the berry, sweeter the juice. Oh, God damn. Oh, come on now. Is this guy like like a weird raper too because he rapes elderly dementia patients where he goes down on them? You know what it tastes like to go down on somebody in a nursing home? It depends. <laughs> Got y'all. Got y'all. Booyah. No, the story really did happen. I, I didn't go all that way just for that shitty joke. But that shitty joke presented itself somewhere through there, and I was like, yeah, okay. I'm like 10 steps ahead of you guys. If Charlton Heston was there, he would have stopped it. That's weird you bring him up because he had Alzheimer's. Fucking a! They keep putting up like like the the one good thing that TikTok has. They have a dark humor page that I, I do follow. That's where I got that Joe Biden joke the other day, which is phenomenal. They put some up there. Just uh, they they're kind of gross. They, you look at me, go yeah. I wouldn't tell that one. That one that that one right there is an old one. The pins joke is old. All right, last story here, and we have to take a trip for this story. Yep, that's right. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. It truly, truly, truly is. (sighs) Oh. It's just getting worse. Coleman Middle School is is, is the latest casualty. Twelve year old student there, a female student, was arrested for not only bringing stun guns to school, but then selling them to her fucking. Classmates. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up, people. School resource officer pulled the girl out of class. She confessed that she bought five stun guns online with the intention of selling them to kids. How much? I, I mean... You're going to get busted with stun guns. You know they're selling dope in that damn school. The stun guns are sold on Amazon for $9.99. It's unknown how much she charged students. I guarantee she she charged them at least 20 bucks. This guy's just trying to make her school safe again with stun guns. Boy, you know an active uh, an active shooter hates seeing a stun gun. Fuck is I mean, this is look, hey. Kids kids under the age of I'll say uh 21 or 20. Everybody under the age of 20, y'all are all dumb. 
Y'all are all fucking stupid. I don't care if you're in honors classes. I don't give a shit. Do not care. You're dumb. When you think that you have a really bright idea, it's already been thought of before. Somebody who was a lot smarter than you thought of that idea and realized it was a bad idea and didn't go along with it. Unlike you, a 12-year-old who thought, hey, it would be a great idea to sell stun guns at school to protect us from active shooters. Well, if somehow the stun gun can be turned into a, a bulletproof fucking shield, you might be on to something. But I know that it doesn't. So that means you uh, you get to stay in stupid time. Yeah, but with a stun gun, there's no pretending you didn't get tagged. No shit. But I mean, seriously, selling stun guns? That sucks, man. Sell a knife. Sell something cool like nunchucks. Throwing stars. I ain't going to sell something lame like this. This would be like selling the, the, the cocktail for the lethal injection. Oh, here you go. Here are the three drugs you need. I don't know how to administer. I don't have that fancy doohickey. Oh, whatever you do, don't break out your oh-so-deadly rape whistle. <laughs> Stun guns. Now, look, stun guns, they sting, they hurt, sure. But if you got somebody, let, let, let's just say that you're, you're in a standoff, you're in a stun gun battle standoff, and it's you and the active shooter who has an AR-15. I am going to bet the house, I'm going to bet Bubba's life, I'm going to bet everybody on the kid with the AR-15 against your $9 stun gun from Amazon. Man, I feel so safe right now. My baby girl, she has got herself a $9 stun gun from Amazon. She don't need to worry about anybody protecting her. She's doing it herself. You fucking idiots. What, what kind of just jag-off parent? See, you got nine boxes from Amazon. Jesus Christ. Here you go, girl. Here you go, stud gun. This will stop any attacker. Uh, not any attacker. Well, let's see. I, I'm thinking guys with guns are going to be safe. People with guns, I should say. Uh, bats, pretty much safe, yeah. Tennis racket. I'm going to take the tennis racket person over you. Fishing pole, definitely fishing pole over you. There you go. There you go, Tim. Well, if you get behind the shooter and all the chaos and slap that motherfucker right on his neck, he's down. Very, very true. And now you're you're, you're sending in a 12-year-old to do the job of a Navy SEAL. To get in and not only in, but behind somehow the active shooter. 
I, I'm not going to put that on a 12-year-old. I can't. I don't trust them. They're dumb. They smell. They don't like to bathe. They're dumb. Did I mention that? Oh, my God. That's just funny. Selling fucking tasers at school. This will help us. This will help the problems go away. Yeah, but it's not. All right. Is that going to be it today? Yeah, I think that's it today. Uh, All right. That's going to call it. We are going to call it a day. Uh, We will be back manana tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, I hope you all have a fantastic day. And, uh, yeah, send good vibes Tommy's way. He's getting his uh, getting his shoulder worked on today. And happy birthday to the great state of Texas. Until tomorrow, adios, everybody. There wouldn't be no Alamo. No Cowboys in the Super Bowl No Lonesome Dove, no Yellow Rose If it wasn't for Texas I wouldn't be a Willie fan Nobody'd swim the Rio If it wasn't for Texas Fort Worth would never cross my mind There'd be no Austin City limit sign No Lone Star of any kind If it wasn't for Texas Never gone to Tennessee to sing my songs and chase my dreams. Only heaven knows just where I'd be if it wasn't for Texas. Fort Worth would never cross my mind. There'd be no Austin City limit sign. No lone star of any kind If it wasn't for Texas It made me the man I am Thank God for my old stomping ground I wouldn't be standing right here right now If it wasn't for Texas If it wasn't for Texas If it wasn't for Texas
Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.